This is the Quincy Jones Show. That it is. What's going on, guys? Another podcast, another week, and of course, the wrestling moves on. I am the resident hip hop hybrid, Doc Lesnar, the one with the album out. What what res? Are you like like in like Vegas? They got you got a uh, like yeah, a Vegas man. I'm, 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 I'm your neighborhood friendly hip hop hybrid. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm saying like 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 how they 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 got a uh, who they got out there? They got Cher. They got you Drake, know, Drake had one. out Drake there. had one. I think Cardi had one yeah. once. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm trying. Where can I see you banging and clanging on that stage? Oh, at Quincy's uh, Quarantine Kitchen and Catering. Man, you didn't hear? I'm playing, man. I don't know. I'll have to see what they're First cooking here, in the kitchen next. The moon. <laughs> I mean, you got to get yourself a million dollar watch first, son. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll get to that soon. No, nah, but, but we uh, do have some news. That uh, we do. I mean, I guess I'll start off with, I guess, somewhat the hottest uh, news. Oh, I guess kayfabe news. The hottest ticket in the land. It, I guess it's not kayfabe. It's it's real. It's real, guys. Mm-hmm. We got a new bell collector on the loose. Ooh. Kenny Omega, if you guys missed it, and I know you probably did. And that's a not a shot. wrestling guy. It's not a shot. It's not a shot. It's just the real, uh, realistic expectation of people that are gonna spend money on the Impact Wrestling product. I'm just keeping it one thou wow, as they say. Mm-hmm. But uh, Rich Swan, Impact Wrestling mm-hmm. World Champion or former, uh, went up against the AEW. We should say undisputed Impact Champion. I know he had the double straps as well. He just uh, beat Moose not too long but ago. But he's he's still a former. It don't matter no yeah. more. Yeah, or unified. And honestly, you know. I mean, I'm not. It's I'm not. It's See, that's a whole other conversation. That's not yeah. Because the, I the two you. belts, it doesn't even make sense. I mean, I liked what they did with it, but the fact that they didn't make one belt yet is like kind of weird. I felt like the plan was always to make it two belts to add to the trophy. You know that that Kenny holds basically. But it's like that's what I don't like. It's like it's two belts that represent the same. I mean, it's not like he went back in time. No. And it was like I'm a wrestle Okada before he he became Okada. And then win the team. Yeah, true. But you know what? That was like becoming the what the undisputed or actually now I I forget. Those are two different belts. But the was the Brothers of Destruction just won them both at one point, right? Where they were like both the WCW and the WWE champions because they were wearing around their necks and all that. Yeah, I think they beat. That's because they beat the Dudley Boys from and, who and, were like and from Chronic, the, I think. From, the, yeah, Oof. was it Chronic? I kept thinking that the Dudley Boys won them when they joined the Alliance and shit. Hmm. With that whole the ECW, ECW maybe? thing. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. Invasion. I know who know. it wasn't, Jindrak and uh, O'Hare, which was <laughs> like, that would have been actually kind of fire. Yeah. Who, what are they called? The, uh, uh, the mm, was it the Natural Born thr- thrillers? thrillers? Yeah, there it yeah. goes. I knew, I knew it wasn't the thrill Unless, seekers, unless we're like, going to go further and uh, we're talking about with the, 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 what is it, the Devil's uh, nah, Advocate? No, we're, we're not doing that. Oh, man, you got Roddy Roddy Piper. By the way, I just got to urge you guys, go and check out that uh, that documentary. I just watched it. Yeah. Uh, A&E's doing a really good job. Honestly. Yeah, they are. They, they, they really are. Um, and check out my story and how we met Roddy Piper, actually, on my uh, IG stories right now. I didn't really meet him. I just got, uh, you know, you suspected of some crimes with him. No. <laughs> you were there. You'll, you'll get it you'll when, get, you, when yeah. you get there. But, uh, you know, let's get to the, yeah, the other Congrats to Kenny Omega, though. It seems like. 
I just hope it's beneficial, and that's all I'll say. Well, we yeah, it is weird because I was just thinking the other day. I'm like, man, I haven't heard a whole lot from that uh, Impact crossover in a while. <sighs> you know, I, I you know, heard Finn Juice retained. Yeah, they. I heard that, but they, you know, I guess but, I, I'm talking more about seeing more faces crossing over yeah. because you know there was the whole news with Sammy Guevara at one point, and that kind of went south. So I was yeah. like, ooh, maybe they kind of soured on the idea. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I, I've heard. This is what I heard that the last paid advertisement by Tony Khan was actually paid for because and, and I guess in conjunction to run an ad of impact, he charged them and I think they opted not to run it. So there's something <laughs> going on. I was about you know to say because I mean? the one thing I was thinking about was like they are not promoting this title versus title match at all on Dynamite. Like yeah, in, in the very like short of Kenny mentioning it. On yeah, it, it, it was one of those things that you think that they would have kind of bigged that up a little bit more if there was this supposed uh rela- you know working relationship behind yeah. the scenes and all that. But uh, speaking of Tony Khan, uh, we did get a uh, quote from him via Busted Open Radio, as yeah. you know. Um, there is a you know a possibility in the air, at least a lot of people think so, that AEW may be forced to move from Wednesday nights following TNT, uh, acquiring the rights uh, yeah, to some of the, sports, baby. the NHL games, uh, which obviously if you guys are hockey fans, they uh, so, uh, pretty much are active on the Wednesday nights. So, Most times, yeah. Um, you know, obviously a standard logical question, but he did have to, this to say regarding the possible move. Uh, he says, quote, I know Wednesday night is our slot in our home. I'm thrilled with our partnership with TNT. It's the lifeblood of our company and our primary revenue source. It's the way most fans get uh, exposed to AEW and see our show. Uh, every Wednesday that we do Dynamite for a lot of wrestling fans is a really important night of the week. I want everyone rest assured that they're not going to have to worry about these kind of major dot, dot, dot. We have a contract with over two and a half years left for Wednesday nights in this slot. So, oh, okay. you know, so technically it's like, you know, it would have to wait two and a half years, I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, But he also goes on to say that if there was an opportunity to move or if there's a deal to be had that he would consider it, uh, but it had to be something that's a really good deal for AEW that makes sense for him. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, you know, again, I thought that that was worth noting, especially when you got all these shows moving across the board with NXT to Tuesdays and, uh, you know, he did mention not wanting to. I think you were telling us uh, off air that he didn't want to compete with like Monday Night Football. Yeah, I mean, obviously he's got a team, you know. It's oh, that's yeah, so I that makes more sense. That, yeah. I mean, he's gonna make money either way. But um, I think because wrestling on Monday nights have a hard time competing. I mean, more specifically, Raw. Uh, yeah, you man. know, against Monday Night Football when when seasons in play, um, and then Friday nights. He, I mean, even though it, it kind of seems like it'd be good because it'd be SmackDown two hours, the workers show versus you know, or the one everyone watches versus AEW, but. He doesn't want to go against a conglomerate like Fox. It's just a bigger company than than TNT is. Which I mean, it so, makes sense business yeah. practice wise. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, and I mean NHL preseason starts September, officially kicks off October. I mean, we'll see. I doubt. I don't think it's, it's going to move that soon, but we'll see, man. If they do, they'll just turn it into like a themed version of AEW, like hockey is coming or something. I, I mean, know. that's free promo for sure. <laughs> if you think about it, um, so. you know, someone, uh, yeah, I, I, that's all I got for AEW. But I, mm-hmm. I did have some news on some people that are kind of, I guess, free agents, former WWE. Yeah, same here. Uh, real quickly here, you know, we did tell you guys that obviously a couple weeks ago, Andrade was uh, in fact granted his release. Mm-hmm. Um, now news is uh, surfacing that he is set to wrestle his first match. It'll be in Texas, July 31st, mm-hmm. against former uh, WWE champion Alberto Del Rio. Um, is he still going by El Patron? I don't. Uh, or, uh, in, or, in, 
in this uh, article, it's referring to him as the ADR AEP. <laughs> so may, yeah, maybe maybe he's just using his uh, AEP uh, is AEW. <laughs> man, no pedal. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just, it's just so easy. Yeah, I did get. A, I had a quote uh, from ADR uh, where he says, "Quote for the first time, they're going to see what people on the internet have been asking for for a long time." Andrade against Alberto Del Rio. I don't think we have ever seen a poster of such magnitude featuring two Mexican stars in Texas. So I mean that, that was the quote, and I did see that uh, not only are Primo and Epico going to be on that show, but Kalisto will be making an appearance as well. So huh. yeah, and I only brought I him did, up. Uh, well, I did, did my bad. Do you have more? Oh no, I just um, had this funny tweet that someone had regarding uh, oh Andrade. <laughs> it just said Andrade didn't. Ha- this is from Wizard of Wrestling. It said. Andrade didn't have a 90-day no-compete clause. He could have created a buzz in the wrestling world, and then he makes sure he spaces it to another paragraph, and he chose to face Del Rio in his first match back. Yeah, I mean, it's... I don't know if I would have agreed to that. I, I mean, I it get, might be I, something personally that he he's like excited about. Uh, yeah, I'm about to say. I mean, I'm I guess from an that. athletic standpoint, but I think from a PR standpoint, mm. it wouldn't be my first stop. Just saying, but uh, Kalisto, I just had a little bit of uh, news on the reason he was cut, uh, and I have a quote here. I'm not too sure where it's from or who said. Hmm. Got it from Wrestle Talk though. Uh, quote: Over time, Kalisto grew unhappy about being part of an act that was booked as prelim jokes. Even made a tweet about it. Uh, Kalisto kept asking out of the group and was continually told no. Uh, Dorado asked if he and uh, Metalik could be the team since Kalisto wanted out anyway, so they shot the angle for the split. There were never any plans to do anything with the split. It was just a way to pacify Kalisto. Uh, but the other two kept being... <laughs> right? It's kayfabe, though. It's just yeah, kayfabe. Right? Uh, the other two kept being brought to TV, whether to lose or work main event or occasionally get a win, even if it was just to be bodies to chase the 24-7 brigade, while Kalisto simply wasn't booked anymore and was cut. I mean, they did have the Lucha, like when he wasn't part of them and they brought them, they separated them, mm-hmm. they actually had them uh, getting some really important wins against like the Hurt Business and stuff like that. Yeah, like, and in NXT to, as well. Yeah, yeah, I remember they were like spicing up some of the tag team, uh, mm-hmm. tag team scene uh, in some of these. Uh, co- uh, and I'm sure probably for, for the Dusty Cup, you know what I mean? But yeah, still. but yeah, but they still got, I mean, the fact that they brought them in to even get a win, I thought that was still a good look. So yeah, while I do agree, yeah, they were. You know, you definitely saw Match League, one of the guys always chasing oh, yeah. after everybody. But it's like they 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 did have some uh, some good moments, you know. Yeah. But mm-hmm. um, that is interesting because yeah, it's one of those things where you're like, well, bro, didn't you create this group? Like, yeah, you know. Uh, hmm. It's like hmm. you know, you live trouble, you, trouble. you wrestle long enough to see yourself become the villain. I get you know, and <laughs> I remember seeing him not too long. I know he like he he has the known friendship with Sasha, but like I remember lead up to Mania, you'd see him. Kind of like in the background talking to random people, and to me, with, I, I'm with the be, fedora on. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be honest; it reminds me of Michelangelo with the trench coat of the bucket oh, on, man, like, doing just, the, the Humphrey Bogart. Yeah, it's just like, bro, like that's I awesome. feel like, what's the hat doing? It's like, like you like, so he's like putting a hat on a hat. I know that's the same. But no, like, but it's you, funny because you know. it's like, yeah, you got a hood on, and then you got a hat, yeah, like, or a mask on for those that don't know the yeah. terminology. But yeah, you know, um, but yeah, that is, that is interesting. Um, another thing that I thought was worth bringing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, We've heard about this thing for quite some time. Uh, Supreme Court declines to hear wrestlers' brain damage cases against WWE. And yeah, uh, I don't know if you guys, you know, if you have been living under the rock, uh, there has been this long time uh, lawsuit that's been filed by a lot of, uh, you know, former uh, uh, employees, workers of WWE, WWF, whatever they were known at the time, you know, when they were employed. Um, it's it's been going on for quite some time. Some notable names, mm-hmm. you know, on there as well. 
But yeah, this is uh, the first time I've heard of any, I don't want to say progress or any type of actions or notions being like made towards this. Yep. Um, but yeah, let me get into it. It says, uh, the U.S. Supreme Court on Monday declined to hear the appeals of several uh, former pro wrestlers who claimed in lawsuits that the World Wrestling Federation, or I'm sorry, entertainment, uh, failed to protect them from repeated head injuries that led to long-term brain damage. Uh, the former wrestlers asked the high court to review lower court rulings that dismissed the lawsuits because they were filled too late. Uh, some of the plaintiffs, uh, meaning the names that are included uh, as far as who filed, are uh, Billy Jack Haynes, uh, Big Russ McCullough, mm-hmm. Ryan Sakota, uh, Luther Reigns, um, yep. the late wife also of... Nelson uh, Frazier, right? Yeah, Nelson mm-hmm. Frazier, a.k.a. Viscera, or... Uh, King Mabel. King Mabel. Um, also, yeah, or Big Daddy V, sorry. Yeah, he's got a lot, yeah. Uh, who, uh, you know, unfortunately passed away in 2014. Uh, based on money's decision, it led the, the Supreme Court did not explain under its usual practice, but they put an end to the last remaining lawsuits uh, in an array of litigation orig- originally filed six years ago. So, yeah, six years running mm. uh, in Connecticut against the WWE over concussions and other injuries. The WWE is based in Stanford, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I thought it was worth bringing up. I, I don't know if, I mean... Right at the end there, it says it put an end to the last remaining lawsuits uh, in the array of litigation. So I don't know, maybe maybe it's over, over. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I sp- think I don't speak law. Yeah, I- I'll put it this way: like I, I feel for those who you know maybe aren't getting the justice they feel like they deserve. But I think it might be just best for all parties involved. They, I mean, there used to be so many names attached to this thing, and then yeah, you see that, like what the list is dwindled Sn- down to. Snooker, like, was, uh, Snooker was on there. Yeah, uh, Road Warrior Animal was on there. Quite a few people yeah. that are no longer with us, you know. And, and I'm not saying that they again not negating what they deserve or how they feel or the pain, you know. But I don't know, man. I mean, sometimes just a mug, and WWE's got money. You know what I mean? They'll, they'll let it burn just to, you know, not sell. Yeah, no, so. I mean, we've seen that they'll keep someone trapped up in litigation, I mean, yep. ju- just to waste the other party's money because they know that they got it, you yeah. know, to do so. so. Yeah. But hey, I was going to say, speaking of injury, just a small update. Uh, I know we were talking about Randy might have been hurt last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, it, you guys. Yeah, but uh, as you said, he did, uh, we were talking off mic, he did return this week in the tag match. RK, bro, I'm not going to uh, comment on it. It's weird, uh, yeah. But it turns out that there actually didn't seem to be any major damages. Quote, he just hit a deep bruise in the area of concern so thought that was worth bringing up and then also wanted to kind of you know it sucks it's just simple and short but a lot of people just like myself have been wondering where are the raw tag team champions aj styles and almost they have been missing basically since mania uh, a lot of people speculated almost was dealing with a you know injury you know how they usually do that if one person's injured they don't have anything for the other guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, that's how it was with War Raiders. For that, a while. That's exactly who I was yeah. thinking about for an uh, immediate example. So, but it turns out Brian Alvarez has reported, yo, though, is the only one who has. Um, it turns out they just don't have anything written for the new champs, which is they crazy. Want, I think just to check off that Grand Slam box, bro. That's I think such, that's, that's all that's such, all it really so was. Stupid. And this is, I just I'm not surprised. The programming the, has been trashed lately. The hurt you know? business is is broken up because they don't have nothing for AJ Styles right? and Omis right now. All that like, for, I mean God, that's so stupid. That's so is. frustrating, dude. And don't get me wrong, like Lashley is bigger than I will say it is somewhat bigger than the hurt well, business. Well, but we, we knew we that was gonna saw, happen. Exactly. Yeah. We didn't we yeah. got robbed of seeing that. I mean you know? I mean like like to do it right in the beginning of his reign is dumb. Yeah. Like, and it's not that he needs them to be, you know, goons to take, you know, to protect him. Yeah. But even Triple H had guys, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, you know, so it's like it doesn't make him look weak. Yeah. But uh, fret not, the champs will be, geez. I guess, on the bump tonight. 
<laughs> or and, and I, I joked with you. I said maybe they're gonna talk about the you know their their comments about Diesel and HBK, and I only say that because of course they got to do something to promote that. Yeah, that, cross uh, promote the dude, <laughs> two dudes with attitude. Yeah, that's what they do. Uh, but, you guys uh, didn't see it. it Quincy totally but, jumped and two sweeted me, or maybe it was a high five. We don't know. It was, it was a no look a if no you, look pass. If you know, type you know. Of deal. Yeah, you, you wouldn't know. <laughs> I'm like the white chocolate in this bitch. I passed these two sweets out like 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 candy. You know Boom. what I'm saying? Yeah. No, <laughs> no, but. uh um, one other thing I had on, on the docket, yeah, before I get into some official WWE news, well, I guess this is still official WWE news. We got to address it. Mm-hmm. I guess there's a, you know at least some fallout here. Yeah, trash bag gate. Yeah, I've heard it called trash gate, garbage gate, bag. trash bag gate. I've heard bag gate. gate. Too, yeah. yeah, bag. <laughs> Which I'm like, yo, how about how about uh, get the bag gate, secure the bag yeah, gate. Man, I like that. Let's I like that, that one. Yeah. Um, but you know, obviously we heard about. Uh, this whole incident, obviously, yeah. uh, Mickey James was a little bit uh, vocal, even though she said she kind of put it out there as kind of like a sarcastic tease, but didn't realize it was going to get that much traction, which mm-hmm. is a good thing that it did. But, you know, she was basically letting people know that, you know, uh, she kind of thought, ironically, that it's trash the way that they treated these uh, uh, talents that that were, you know, let go not too long yeah. ago from mm-hmm. WWE. Including by, herself, yeah. You know, giving their stuff back via trash bag. And um, what well, I think what happened was she just she got her belongings, posted the photo, and I believe the tweet was like sarcastic. Hey, dear Vince, thank you. I got my care package. You know, blah blah blah. Yeah. It's very you know incendiary of what you thought of me these past years. And then other former talents started. I was commenting. yeah. I was yeah. They were like, oh, they're still doing that. I was and gonna say like, Gail no. Kim. Gail Kim's here saying, oh, they still do that. You yeah. see Maria Bennett, then Jillian Michaels. Too. Yeah, Jillian Michaels said, well, I thought it was just me, Maria Bennett, yeah, or Canellas Bennett. Last year I got one too, which is like that's just last year. Yeah, you got. Uh, she was on that list. Yeah, you got a uh, former, uh, you know, from the primetime players. Uh, uh, I'm freaking forgetting his. I'm oh, ta- uh, oh, you talking about Fred Grosser? Yeah, but yeah, I, I don't know the why. Former Darren Young. Darren Young. I was yeah. like, why does it start with a D? I was, I was like, uh, uh, Don Cena. <laughs> uh, I was constantly harassed by him about losing my job, and I just stayed quiet. Yeah, him being Mark Carano. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and I think that's the more shocking thing is that Mark Carano, if you guys have, uh, I guess, spent your nose in a dirt sheet yeah. for the last you know 10, 10 years, you kind of know who he is. If you heard any shoot interviews or people from who's been released or people who've talked about having to get their release and who's who's the person that put the call in for that, yeah, more or less, it's you know nine times out of ten, it's been Mark Carano. So when I did see the news that he was the one who got released from this, yeah, it and was I got a big bit news. More. Yeah, and and but yeah, there is a little bit of, you know, there of course there's the case of what everyone's saying, yeah, but then there's also some outside stuff as we've seen. Uh, you know, quite a regime change going on. A little bit of spring cleaning, as you mentioned. Yeah. And I got some more on that after. You know, because we have we have some more uh, people in new roles now. But yeah, uh, as, you know, as far as the Mark Carano thing, a lot of people are thinking yeah. maybe. And, and 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 let me just say too, it's probably worth mentioning. Triple H and Steph came out via Twitter and acknowledged this mistreatment. Yeah. And I know Stephanie herself, she apologized. They quote, I am embarrassed you or anyone else would be treated this way. I apologize on behalf of WWE. The person responsible is no longer with their company. Hunter would also put out something similar. Uh, and J- uh, Mickey did respond to Stephanie saying, thank you, Stephanie. I appreciate that as I am equally embarrassed. I know this wasn't a malicious act. However, it did feel symbolic to how I was presented in the last three years, which I thought that was really good of her to say. It's really but important yeah. for her to put that over, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, going to Mark Carano... Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I got I got some quotes. Uh, it's up to you. I know you you kind of started this thing. I don't know if you want to. Well, the only other thing I mean, I had I know she had said something about uh, she just felt you know she wasn't asking for a whole pomp and circumstance, but she just thought you know if they were going to have her retire, that she could at least have gone out on on a good term. Yeah, I've... and and you know, and she wasn't saying, and she even said like I wasn't saying I wanted to be champion. I wasn't saying I wanted to be a wrestler for the nah, next five years. No, but she deserved better. Yeah, I mean, I mean, even if it was her putting over somebody, I mean, let her do it. You yeah. Know? But yeah, I, I mean, I, I have to agree here. But no, yeah, that's that's as far as what I had. I know you had a little bit more insight as far as uh, what yeah. was going on, possibly behind the scenes. And I, this is all from a source, so I, I the quote is. Quote, we heard from over a dozen former names in WWE, and the reaction was unanimously in favor of Carano being let go. From simple, quote, F Mark Carano, uh, to uh, responses to more elaborate explanations, the temperature that we took was consistent, but with varying degrees of fervor. Uh, multiple former wrestlers called Carano a snake, while one said that they thought deep down he was a good guy who let the power get to him. And when they saw Carano discipline talent, they didn't feel it was in a condescending or hurtful manner. But a lot of people believe he might not be gone too long as, quote, he knows where too many bodies are buried. Uh, which is definitely something I would agree with. Uh, I can't imagine some of the things or some of the meetings uh, he's been a fly in the wall or just a direct recipient or you know so contributor saying, for. So, so you're saying he has Vince's secret box? I, I don't want to <laughs> say that, but one would think that I'll just say this, and I don't mean to be sound disrespectful, but I just hope Corona doesn't find himself in an Epstein type situation. No, no, but I understand what you're saying, mm-hmm. but to be honest, he wasn't <laughs> obviously not guilty or not innocent either. You know, I mean, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to the um, any victims or anyone they may be triggered in being very casual in the way I describe. Oh it, no, yeah, you know? I mean, again, like it, it's yeah, it's it's it, yeah, that, fuck, that, fuck him. I'm yeah, talking about the listeners. No, but yeah, it's so weird though because like the fact that there's like, a huge support for that movement when it's like, yeah, but you know what he did to get in there though, right? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. freaking name. But uh, you know, more on the uh, the regime here. Yeah. Um, we got some uh, some some new uh, positions being filled over on the I guess the uh, yeah what what would you say the creative side or the, would, the producing it, side I it, guess it's it's all I mean they said again like I said a spring cleaning I know it seems more or less on uh, the talent relations side yeah because um, yeah because well the one I have right here is about Jason Jordan actually oh yeah okay yeah that, um, that's, yeah said he has a new role within WWE uh, with bigger responsibilities uh, you know the you know as we talked about WWE made several changes recently mm-hmm. uh, in several departments including talent relations like you just said with John Laurinaitis uh, he just took control yeah of, of that department obviously and a lot of what whatever Carano was doing that's what Laurinaitis is picking up now too. yeah because yeah. I guess uh Laurinaitis was uh lead, his, he was in his role as lead producer yeah and he was also yeah. the uh senior director of uh talent relations oh oh you're talking about Carano yeah, yeah, yeah. no Carano yeah he's been senior uh director for a while yeah yeah but, oh, I'm uh, sorry you're talking about Laurinaitis yeah I'm my talking bad, about Laurinaitis yeah, yeah. yeah but in an update it says uh via PW Insider that J- uh, Jordan has now taken over uh, Laurinaitis's former role as lead producer I think so Jordan, Jason Jordan is now lead producer. He will oversee all other WWE producers at the tapings. Oh, wow. Uh, it says the new role include, uh, includes uh, much bigger responsibilities within the company. Also worth noting about this is that he actually 
worked with Jamie Noble to produce the uh, Bobby Lashley uh, Drew McIntyre match at Mania. Oh wow! Okay, uh, and he also alone produced the uh, Nigerian drum fight uh, between uh, Apollo Cruz and Biggie. Oh okay. Um, also saying that Adam Pierce also has moved up in the, within the company over the last several weeks, uh, but his new behind the uh, the scenes role has not yet been confirmed as of the writing. Uh, I do have also news of John Cone, the, uh, yeah, the referee, I was, I, but I think you you had uh, some some info on this as well. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say though uh, with Jordan, um, in the words of uh, An- uh, Andy Bernard from the office, that observation is astute. I'm not mad at that uh, move. So we'll see what the boy can do. Give him the ball. See what he do with it. Just uh, just, yeah. just keep uh, all your private business private. Sir. Yeah yeah yeah. For, for sure, I forgot about that. Thank thank you for keeping me grounded, sir. Uh, yeah. So just so you guys know, the na- uh, names like Joe Villa, who was uh, doing PR for WWE. Dan Engler, who was a senior manager of uh, talent relations, he's been relegated to refereeing. He gets to stay on. And the notable name would be Nicole Zioli, who was actually a director of talent relations and John Cohn, as we said, who was also a senior manager. He was relegated to being a referee. Senior manager or senior or, ref? Or, right? se- uh, or senior manager of talent relations. Oh, okay. And okay. then he got relegated. And Mick Foley actually tweeted out in big support of him. And, I, you know, at first a lot of people thought, like, damn. Was he the reason why it turned over? Because he got reinstated back into that role. But a lot of people believe it's the timing of the Mark Carano thing. Yeah, I did did hear about that as well. Because it says that, I guess, last week he had been released from the talent relations job, that being John Cone. Yeah. But then the release was uh, quickly rescinded, and Cone was brought back to the role and was staying on with the company as a referee. Uh, apparently, you know, it was rescinded due to the Mark Carano being fired over the Mickey James thing. Yeah, which I have heard has not been confirmed. That's just the working theory based on the timing. A lot of people even think he might have already been on the chopping block because I hear Nick Khan wants to bring more of his personnel in. And he might have been one of those guys. They and they just kind of. It was like, oh, look what just fell in our lap. I mean, could I'm, be possible. The way, yeah, the way this is written. I mean, this is PW Insider. Where is this coming from? Yeah. So they're saying in an update, apparently. So I don't know. I mean, well, we'll yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm ho- hopefully, you know, what we're saying is right. Because then again, I, I did tell you that uh, Randy Orton blew out his shoulder last week. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, but it says that Cone is now second in command to Laurinaitis. in the talent relations uh, department. Uh, you know, so. good for him, and we'll see if uh, his son makes a comeback. To retain those titles, I was thinking. I was, I, you know, I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, I wonder how many times that kid, like every day, is like, so, Dad, when, when I kind of come back, and what's get his, another, what was his name again? Uh, Nicholas, right? Nicholas, yeah. Can, can I get a? Can I get another shot? I mean, we, we, can can I talk to Braun? Yeah, yeah, I know Braun misses me. I mean, he's out there by himself, Dad. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I can imagine, like, that would be hilarious. Like, Wrestling Logic says he thinks I turned on him. You know, I mean, I don't want him to. He's, he's going to beat my ass. <laughs> no, but that's all I got for uh, for wrestling news, man. Yeah, no, that's good. I, I, that's pretty much all I got, man. I figured uh, figured that's probably a lot to uh, yeah, balance just, already. Just spread that shit all over the board. Yeah, you know man, but saying, uh, but... I'm also down to get into, what do we call it? The brand warfare? Brand warfare. Warfare. Bully. <laughs> Bully. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, man. I, I don't know why. I, like, I just went into like uh, freaking Rough Rider Teddy Roosevelt days. Hey, no, I'm, I'm not mad at it. I, I, just, I just, you know, if I, if I had a heads up, I would have joined you sir oh but, uh, man but uh yeah no i mean uh, i guess i kick it off tuesday night nxt i guess that's, I'm, i'll be kicking it off from now on right because it's not wednesday no more yeah it's, it's I, I suppose i suppose I mean, well we kick it off with uh not a bad matchup or at least i was anticipating this mercedes martinez takes on dakota kai flanked by the women's champion raquel uh and i'm just gonna go by spots mercedes 
Big slap early on, loved it. Uh, we do see a bots, you know, there's that leapfrog snag the midair spot. But honestly, Martinez, her professionalism shined through without a step. Like that shit was like she owned it. Like you could tell it was a bot, but she just kept moving. And I, and I love that. Uh, there was a follow-away choke slam by uh, Mercedes as well as a spine buster for two. Uh, she hit this move they say called the cliffhanger, which is honestly I haven't seen the motion since creative finisher. I was back about in the to day, say the but cliff, yeah, yeah. Is that that? I think I know what it you're was like about. up on the shoulders, like yeah. a, like like a, a dominator, right? But she and then brought him down like in. Yeah, I guess it was like a like like, like into a sit a, out like a sit out dominator. sit out dominator. But it started okay. with like like uh, they had him in like a. Uh, Razor's Edge, like, oh okay, uh, okay, position though first. So that that's what was different huh. about it. And then she hit a uh, you know kind of a three and me guys, but with uh, butterfly suplexes, which I really liked. The I, yeah, I did see that. That was a great look. I, did, I and then because the third one she hit was like a deadlift too, which yeah, was dope. Yeah. Definitely, uh, Dakota. She uh, got in a little Irish Chris backbreaker, running face wash, and a rope hung codebreaker to her credit. But Martinez, she wins by DQ, where we basically see Kai distracting the ref, and we see Raquel start to exchange words on the floor with Mercedes. Uh, Mar Martinez does blast Gonzalez with a forearm then she returns to the ring to finish the match and she looks like she's going to pick up Kai for the uh, I guess the air raid siren but she eats a big boot from Raquel to cause the DQ afterwards Raquel throws her to the floor beats her down and builds her into the uh, plexiglass it's kind of become one of her staples now and then she uh, picks her back up snake eyes uh, pretty hard into the plexiglass and then she uh, poses with Kai and her title on the ramp but she forgot she was talking that shit the whole time she was she, she definitely was yeah, I, I was, was trying to minimize notes. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I was just laughing. She kept mamita. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. She was, I, I was very proud of what, what, how she was rocking that. So yeah, I did. I, I mean, I, I kind of can wonder if it's too early for them to meet, but we'll see. Uh, we got a uh, Ember and Shotzi backstage interview. Uh, they said they're not looking past their opponents tonight, which is Robert Stone Brand. Then they say Lorraine and Indy have lost their way. Uh, they say they don't plan on losing the titles anytime soon when a stagehand delivers uh, bouquets of flowers yeah, to the ladies man. and. Frankie Monet kind of coincidentally interrupts their interview. Uh, Monet introduces herself and then teases that they must have a secret admirer before reading the attached note supposedly from Dexter Loomis. Uh, Ember reminds Shotzi she's married before yeah, they kind of argue over who's going <laughs> to accept the gift. I was going to ask you, I was like, well, did she break kayfabe? Or? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know if anyone is checking as much like that. But, yeah, you know. I don't know. They could, you know, people like what they like. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> so it is um, it is. I didn't like this much because I felt like the we all know uh, the flowers were not Loomis's style, yeah. and I think we all knew what was really going on. Yeah, but, I, I figured you know. it was like the Garganos trying to put yeah. a stop to it. But then at the same time, I was like thinking maybe it was Taya that like sent them flowers to like mm. kind of like hey, um, I know Butter I'm new up. around here, but yeah. then like then but, but then when she grabbed the note and was like, oh, these are from someone else, I was like, okay, where's this going? But I mean, it was weird that that's where they put her. Yeah. But logically, she's new. It makes sense. She wouldn't know Dexter's, you know, writing. She's or like Sam anything. Shaw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, next, we have a uh, vignette. Cameron Grimes. I'm just going to do part one and two because it's actually yeah, pretty yeah. short. Uh, Grimes is shown arriving to a jewelry store to buy a Rolex Some for strip mall ass jewelry right? store, dude. <laughs> to buy a Rolex for someone special, which is him. Uh, and we do see a man curiously sitting down in the background reading something that covers his face while uh, Grimes does ask the jeweler to show him the goods. Uh, part two, uh, it would pick up from there where I kind of like this where he uh, Grimes notes how Cross would hate his Rolex as it doesn't TikTok uh, before yeah, for those uh, who know, you know, yeah, uh, Rolexes don't TikTok. Yeah. Uh, I gave you a freebie uh, before opting <laughs> to wear the new merchandise on his way out the store. Uh, Grimes uh, he basically stares at his new timepiece with joy when a familiar voice says 
that's not a bad watch, kid. And then a hand comes in the frame with a, with a much more expensive-looking watch. And the voice continues, but it's not a million-dollar watch, before revealing it's Ted DiBiase doing his signature laugh, much to Grimes' dismay, who yells, Ted DiBiase! You know? I ain't gonna lie, when I first saw someone, uh, when he walked in and I saw someone with the newspaper, I thought it was my Malcolm Bivens again. Ooh, because he, you know, he's that would have been, been a good that. misdirect, yeah. Uh, but but then I remember we were talking about how he ta- he was talking himself, DiBiase, about uh, possibly coming in to do some work with him. So I was like, oh, this must be it. So yeah, yeah, exactly. I wasn't mad at it, even though I kind of, after a while, saw it coming. But it, yeah, it wasn't too too over the top, you know what I mean? Yeah, not so. definitely. Uh, next we get uh, GYV in-ring promo. This was actually interesting. Yeah, this wasn't bad. I, yeah. Honestly, I need more of this from James Drake instead of just, I don't know. like it's, Yeah, he's kind of quiet. Yeah, yeah. Quiet, but I guess it's that silent violence, you know, that... that Style, yeah, yeah. you know, but yeah, Drake, he notes so MSK are kind of are in the main event uh, that night instead of defending the straps straight up against GYV. Uh, Gibson calls MSK knobheads before saying it's the men who make the titles, not the other way around. Uh, he goes to hit the catchphrase when Thatcher and Champa interrupt. Champa says, you know, hey, I noticed we got similarities. They're both, uh, you know, grizzled veterans. They both want to be the next tag champs. Uh, they say they even respect GYV for beating them the last time they faced. But uh, Thatcher, I guess, has been taking notes who references uh, their loss at NXT UK TakeOver Cardiff. Um, I don't know this reference, yeah, but he I starts didn't know chanting shoes off if you hate Gibson like over and over and over while Champa actually takes off his boot and blindsides Gibson in the face before they stomp the heels out to the floor. And that was about it. I mean, I, I couldn't I'm, make out what he was saying. I heard the shoes off thing, but okay, thanks for clarifying yeah, that. Yeah, shoes was off wondering. if you hate Gibson, but I, I don't know if that's a thing like from the UK that do people be. throw shoes at them or whatever it is. So uh, this takes us to another another interview uh, with tag teams. Uh, it is Killian Dane and uh, Drake Maverick. Drake mentions how convenient a tag match against Imperium seems while <laughs> Dane reassures, yeah, I mean, but all I had to do was ask Regal for the match. Uh, Drake dryly accuses that Dane will either jump him from behind during his entrance and join Imperium, or just when Drake goes for the tag, he will leave him out to dry per, you know, typical yeah, wrestling Yeah, tropes. he'll just disappear. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I like these. Like, I've been watching wrestling for a long time. I know how this goes. <laughs> I wasn't mad at that. Yeah, I wasn't and mad at And Dane either. responds, quote, in the immortal words of a great man, you got to have faith. And it walks off as Drake boxed at the fact that Killian just quoted George Michael. What you got to admit is more in Drake Maverick's wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah I so think that's I like why that. it was funny how he was so uh, just incredulous. At that. You're really going to throw that at me? Yeah, like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. But it's a good way to slam, you know? Yeah, no, it was. Uh, next, we got some uh, a vignette from your boy, Swerve. Uh, Swerve says, at first he thought Ruff was a coward for attacking oh, him. I must have missed this one. But uh, he adds that he's actually proud of him because he didn't know he had it in him. But now that he does, it seems like a ring cannot contain them anymore and suggests a false count anywhere match. But he does warn since Ruff wants to play this game. I'll continue playing this game, but I'm now playing with your life. So it was kind of kind of a cold line. It, I like it. It's just I don't. It doesn't. The it's feud, got more the feud time. Itself but, doesn't do anything yeah. for me. I mean, like it'd be different if it if, if it resulted in him actually like taking Ruff under his wing, right? I mean, I don't know if I personally want that to be the case, but it gives Swerve something, and it's something different. Mm-hmm. And it could possibly give some legitimacy to someone like Ruff or someone I agree. like to a fan like me who doesn't really take him. You know what I was thinking about legit, you know? is what if Desmond and who's the other cat that was they were a tag team and then they couldn't go on the Dusty 
uh, what's his name? The dude that was teaming with Swerve oh, for a little bit. Oh, uh, you know, he actually was. Um, it's weird because I saw him on SmackDown. He was dressed up as like one of the soldiers for. Uh, oh, really? Apollo, um, uh, Ashanti, the body, or what? Was yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Like if him or, what's his, and de- like yeah, yeah, no, it is a, 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 a Ashanti Adon- the Adonis. Uh, the Adonis. There it goes. If yeah. him and Ruff and maybe Desmond were a crew, but they were like his heavies or something. Maybe put, I wouldn't mind put uh, Ashanti because oh yeah, because Ashanti Mel- not Melvin, but what's his name. You were just talking oh, about oh, the, Malcolm Bivens. Yeah, maybe Malcolm's. Because uh, Swerve actually has a he he, he has um, history tagging with the yeah with Adonis, so that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I want I want. Or, I, or, I, I was talking about rough, but actually Swerve would be a way better. I was just thinking like something a bone to toss rough, but honestly that'd be a way cooler stable with Swerve as the main piece. But I digress, man. Uh, this or brings, or they just could bring back Leo Rush, but I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 word, word up, man. Uh, we get Tony Storm. Uh, she's going against Zeta Ramirez, who again is a uh, former Booker T graduate. Uh, pre-match, we do see Tony Storm. She calls out Zoe Stark and demands a thank you for making her famous at Takeover. So I, I just got to say, I'm sorry. I thought this was Caden Carter when I first watched the match. Oh right. Oh, like when because, you first- yeah, because I didn't realize it was a job. I was like. Oh, Caden Carter got a win. I'm like, oh, that's not Caden Carter. No, not at all. Yeah, but, but like, basically, my bad. she, my bad. She, but um, she calls out Stark, demands a thank you for, you know, because she, she said, you know, because she got the win over a takeover. She's like, I, I demand a thank you for making you famous because I'm the only reason why people know who you are. Uh, and says the next uh, chapter reads: Tony Storm and Zoe Stark, and says, you know, when, each time I slap my opponent, I'm going to be slapping you. Um, this is basically a squash match, man. Running big boot to kick off the match. Uh, we get a pendulum backbaker stretch while shouting, this is you, towards the camera. And she folds her in half with a snap German suplex. And it even goes for the Storm Zero, but relents to, I guess, go for an avalanche style. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get that yeah. logic. It, yeah, I guess just... she just really was like, no, that's not good enough for oh, you. Oh, we I'm sending really... examples. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm really sending you know this message home, I guess. And at this point, Zoe does emerge from the ramp and jumps on the apron to distract Storm, basically, long enough for Zeta to knock Storm down to the mat and hit a uh, kind of awkward but cool looking shooting star press kind of like how Brock hit it but maybe with more spin on it you know or less face uh, yeah it, it was more, definitely more more, more smoother rotation yeah. yeah definitely so but uh, Zeta actually gets the win uh, she celebrates on the ramp with Zoe it's commentary kind of put over how Storm lo- just lost to a rookie. I wasn't a fan of that because I feel no. like Storm, and we talked about it, it's kind of really leaving? lost like, what's going her on? way. Like, I I don't know, man. Like, Because I'm thinking, why aren't we getting like Raquel versus Tony Storm? Who cares if they're both heels? Like, make me want it. You know I mean, what I mean? Well, that what NXT does best? Like, Have we had Tony Storm? I mean, I guess we did. Tony Storm and like Amber or like Tony Storm. What about Tony Storm? I guess you can't separate the tag team champs, but yeah. I mean, fuck. You don't have any faces in the women's division outside the tag champs in the EO Shirai? Yeah, that's crazy. And, and, and now that EO's not here right now, like, I mean, and no, one, uh, no offense, but I don't want to see Caden and Casey. They're, they're not no. my faces. No, I'm good. No, I mean, and by the way, T and Shaw had a forgettable vignette. I did see that. I thought they were going to be on the show and they weren't. So I'll just no, say that. I mean, but yeah. you know who had a cool vignette was LDF. I did like this, mm-hmm. um, and you know how much I always give shit to, uh, uh, yeah, DJZ or yeah, uh, the, was it the Walking Wild? What were they calling it? The Papito Dance or whatever? The I forgot. Papito Dance. That's what they they, they coined it some name in the main <laughs> event, but yeah, Santos says no one gets over uh, one over on him and lives to tell about it, which was like okay, man, you kind of serious. <laughs> He's like, okay, L- Escobar. Yeah, yeah, for real. LDF say MSK got lucky at Takeover and the belts are on the wrong people, and you know they just vowed to make a statement in the main yeah, event. Yeah, Ra- Raul was looking real good. In 
in this too. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. He had a, he had a nice uh, uh, no, no, stern yeah. draw to him. Yep, no nonsense. Yeah, yeah. LDF. They kind of stay claim to the tag titles while Santos vows to reclaim the cruiserweight title. This brings us to yeah, a, we'll uh, see, buddy. No. Yeah, this brings <laughs> us to another interview. Yeah, talk to him. L A. This was this was awesome. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Uh, it says everyone's talking about his win over that mustache moron Loomis, uh, and says Indy got a front row seat. Calls her a pop tart and says he knows that she was just acting for the camera as, she, as he saw the twinkle in her eye and the tingle in her loins. Dude, I couldn't <laughs> believe he got away with that. Like, I, I was like, this ain't NWA. <laughs> this ain't YouTube, bro. I, 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 to me, I didn't think it was that bad. I, you know, but he, no, uh, he basically saying, ends uh, by uh, telling Indy to check his references since uh, once Loomis disappoints her as they'll all tell her there's nothing hotter than a <laughs> L.A. night. That's not an insult. That's a fact of life. Yeah. And then you forgot. You check, check the references. And there's a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a lot, yeah. And then like, for whatever reason, Everize crashed yeah, this at the end and put, for no their, reason. Like, try to get their YouTube show It was like a, yeah, a social media show. Well, I hey, whatever. Yeah, so uh, next we get a match, Bronson Reed versus Austin Theory. Uh, before the match, we see Reed have a stare down with Gargano and Loray near Gorilla before making his <laughs> entrance. Uh, the way make their entrance, and we do see Indy is noticeably walking by herself, looking sad about, you know, the flowers that were supposedly sent to the champs. Uh, uh, Reed, he deflects a running shoulder block from Theory, hits a running body block at some point, spinning choke slam, running sense on for two. I like that spinning br- choke slam. I love it, doing. dude. Yeah. And, a, and a nice looking brain buster while yeah. Theory yeah. gets in a rolling shotgun drop kick, uh, even distracts the ref while Reed eats a super kick from Gargano. And then he follows with a slingshot cross body. Love that. Does hit the rolling blockbuster for two and hits a super <laughs> kick of his own. I just got to say, when he hits that, that cross body, I don't know if you heard him on camera, he says, it's the way, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, dude, <laughs> I loved it. He's dude. cracking me up. But uh, the finish uh, comes yeah. where uh, Dexter starts to make his way slowly down the ramp towards Indy. We do yeah. see the Garganos run away while uh, you know they're trying to sell how horrified they are. Loomis continues to follow Indy, who is so upset about the flowers, she slides into the ring to get away from him. Loomis then hops on the apron to kind of stare at Indy, who tells him to, quote, shut up because he talks too much. Yeah. Uh, before he shoves her out of, out of harm's way and he gets knocked down to the floor because of it. At this point, Reed starches Gargano on the apron with a forearm and turns uh, Theory inside out with a clothesline before he hits the tsunami for the win, earning a future shot at uh, Johnny's title. And Yo, I guess they, I could just go right to that backstage segment, actually. You know, think I was about just going to say, Barrett always puts over that tsunami so well. Oh, he did the tsunami. It comes a natural you know, you, you know <laughs> disaster. Who, yeah, but when Beth says it, it just doesn't sound. It's a natural disaster coming, Wade. Oh, damn, that was way too good. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm telling you, ever since the and he stumps on the phalanges. <laughs> Ever since that, I can't do it, bro. Uh, it's tough, man. But uh, the, the, after this, we do see a segment. Uh, I'm kind of skipping, but the way they're in the back. Johnny's livid about Theory's loss, begins to blame it on Loomis, but Loratius blamed Ember and Shotzi. They start stirring the pot, yeah. saying, you know, those hussies are trying to take your man, Indy. And, you know, I, yeah, I was like, y'all going, y'all going, you want it both ways, huh? Yeah, and then like, <laughs> like what, right. what, what you going to do? Yeah, what you going to do? What you, and they're all, yeah. you know, they, they basically stir the pot, get her fired up. She's storms off while the rest of the way smile at the desired result. Uh, we do get a backstage interview pumping the main event, MSK and Kushida. MSK, they are uh, excited for the main event and thank Kushida for helping them during the transition to NXT and explain it's why they came to his aid last week. Kushida wants to show LDF why they're champions, then coins MK Shida, or, M- or, or MSK Shida, I should say, yeah. uh, before the three of them each high-five McKenzie and throw up the MSK sign. And I, I thought it wasn't, it wasn't, you know what I mean? That like, wasn't bad. No, you, I, you know Kushida only has so many 
strange vocally. Yeah. And he's starting but, to yeah. talk more. I'll yeah, say. I thought it was I thought it was pretty solid for for the three faces mm. going into the main event. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. And then um, I thought it was also cool, you know, with them on air thanking him because I don't know if you heard that Alex Shelley actually uh, hollered at Kushida and asked him to take care of them. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah. Damn. Oh, yeah, because they got the whole, you know, he was an impact. That's dope. I like that, man. Well, this brings us just to a small update. Finn Balor will be returning next week. I uh, wasn't a fan of how they announced it. They showed his Instagram. <laughs> and I, so get, stupid, I get he's right? with his wife, you know, and he's on vacation, but it says, Viva Mexico, recharge, refreshed, and refocus I'm next like, you Tuesday. Ain't you ain't sweating it, huh? Right? Like, Finn like, is back. Yeah, that's how it seems, and I yeah. feel like you're just leaving it open for somebody to be like, oh, you, uh, you look tan. You good? You know, like, like, you know, like, like. Why don't you go back to the beach, dude? Wasn't like, uh, wasn't that important to come back for this title that you lost? Exactly. Uh, we have the tag match we were talking about earlier. Imperium with Alexander Wolf yeah, versus. This is actually Killian. pretty pretty well worked. Match. Yeah, and I will say it's been clunky in. You know, whether it's outbreaks or whatever, it's been clunky trying yeah, to get the story on track. So we got Imperium in one corner with Alexander Wolf going against Killian Dane and Drake Maverick. Pre-match, Drake noticeably refuses to walk in front of Dane, so Killian decides to start the match. Uh, from Dane and Drake, we do see uh, Dane hit the divide pretty early. Uh, we do see some double team hip toss tope atomico combo by uh, Dane and Drake. And then Dane actually gets pulled off the apron at one point, and it kind of causes more paranoia because Drake doesn't realize it's not because of his own doing. He just thinks, just like I said, <laughs> right when I need you, right in that desperation tag time, you're going to leave me out to dry. Uh, at one point, we do see Dane gorilla press slam Drake from the apron on to Fabian inside the ring, which I thought was dope. On Imperium side, we do see the tandem basement drop kicks. Uh, I do see Fabian, uh, he deadlifts Drake by his belt and just swings him around the ring, which I thought was hilarious. Uh, and Fabian does nail a running boot to the back of Drake's head when he does miss that tag, you know, when he pulls him, uh, his partner off the apron. We do see a kind of weird thing go on where Marcel yells something in German to Wolf. On the ring at ringside and distracts the ref, so Wolf could kind of use a chair on Dane, but he hesitates. Marcel disapprovingly kind of scolds Wolf, and then he, he said, eats a he suicide said, boot. Yeah, <laughs> right. And, and then he eats a suicide dive from Drake. Uh, and we do see Dane go for a snake eyes to Marcel on the still steps, but Wolf decides to stand in his way which allows Bartel to escape and shove Dane into the steps instead. Uh, Drake goes for a diving crossbody to Fabian, who catches him and rolls through, and he tosses him up like a beast in powerbomb position. They hit the European bomb for the win. Post-match, Imperium do strike their pose on the ramp, and we do see Wolf kind of step forward ahead of them, uh, which noticeably kind of prompts Fabian and Marcel to stare at each other and take a step equally, and then they kind of, you know, kind of show, yo, you're not in front of us, like we're on equal ground, maybe? I I'm not too sure what it was. I, I don't know if he Wolf thought he was suddenly trying to say, hey, I'm standing tall, but I'm maybe not with them. But they made sure, like, representation is everything with Imperium. You yeah, know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, and, and I'm sorry. I know I probably talked over it with my, my DOS boot jug. But I, I know no, you're good. obviously, you know, he he wanted him to hit him with a chair, but he yeah. couldn't. You know, yeah, so. he, he hesitated, you know. So, but, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the, to go on to some more European news, uh, Pete Dunn has a pre-tape promo. Says good, he's hearing good promo. Yep, good promo. Yeah, I would say. He says he's hearing about all these new opportunities, but notices no one's mentioning his name. Says he's the toughest matchup there is and has the whole locker room shook. Calls out Kushida, says that title will be his anytime he wants. <laughs> says uh, maybe he'll catch a flight back home to face Walter and take back the title he made famous. Uh, with Johnny Gargano, he says he already knows the way it goes, bitter end. And 
and explains he's not intimidated by carrying crosses. He doesn't need smoke or mirrors because when he walks in a room, the mood just changes before calling himself the baddest man at NXT and dares anyone to prove him wrong. Uh, this brings us to the uh, tag team match of the, uh, I don't know if it, well, it wasn't it, really it a the, match. It's it, the main event? Nope. <laughs> it's uh, Aaliyah and Jesse, Robert oh, Stone brand. Okay, so the only thing I had left to say about this, I couldn't help but was, just no. deleting Aaliyah and Jesse and just, why, why didn't Robert Stone just, just uh, manage the Iconics? <sighs> yeah, man, I remember thinking Billy Kay could have been managed by him after they split him up. I, I remember. Mean, it, it just I mean, been, that would have been yeah, because the then, clash of personalities would have been so natural, and, and especially if especially if they're going to go with the whole iconic duo mantra, it's like there's no better duo. You know, you need like he could just be their agent. It would have been yeah, man. We we, we book things great <sighs> here, uh, but yeah, no pre match. Ember and Shotzi are making their entrance uh, when stagehands are at ringside with more gifts. You know, it's like chocolates and flowers. This prompts Indy to storm down as she attacks Ember from behind. She's flanked by LaRae as they proceed to beat down the champs. Uh, LaRae smears Ember's face with cupcakes while Indy smashes a vase over Shotzi's back. Yeah, dude. Uh, and it was kind of <laughs> weird. Uh, Robert Stonebrand then pick up the tag belts and insinuate that they're the new champions. Which well, he, he, he long, was just but... trying to get a win for his brand, period. Yeah. He's like, even though the bell technically didn't ring. Yeah. He was like, no, but we'll count him out. <laughs> like, exactly. I was not mad at him. That, yeah. that, that's the manager you want. Yeah, okay? it was just a little... A lot going on, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, it was yeah, a little that, busy. Yeah. Exactly. I would say maybe just him do it, not everyone do it, but I get why Aaliyah would celebrate. <laughs> yeah, no, you know she'd what I mean? be it desperate just seems, for that win for sure. Right, but it just, to me, seems like a, a, a dot that Robert would connect first. Yeah, yeah. Just, just before, based, yeah. based on his personality. And his logic. Yeah, true. <laughs> Uh, next, uh, this is probably one of the coolest things we got. Uh, poolside interview, Adam Cole. It's probably the longest notes it took, but it's uh, with uh, sit down with Arash Markazi, or, Mar- or Markazi, I should say. Uh, he's asked about his recovery from his match with Kyle. He uh, says he's been better, but has also been through worse, noting, you know, the time he uh, broke his wrist, I believe, um, during his title reign, saying that, you know, he's had to wrestle w- through way worse. And uh, even touts that he's way better than the entire roster, whether he's 100% or not, which was just kind of like... No, nah, he mm-hmm. yeah he was yeah he kind was on facts, point kind of facts mm-hmm. he, he was on point with this promo yeah. like very very on point yep uh, he was asked if he made a mistake turning on his brothers he says he doesn't make mistakes he makes decisions I makes decisions yeah and decided he didn't want to carry the UE anymore uh, says even though he threw the first shot that the others lost sight of what UE was truly about and so as far as he's concerned they turned their backs on him uh, and then he's asked about the new landscape of uh, NXT the new faces he says uh, you know basically or, I'm sorry let me rephrase that he actually he just that's about Kyle being the new face of NXT. Uh, he just simply says he got lucky at TakeOver, but believes he's not ready for that spot. And uh, even adds it took him four years before people try to recognize him as possibly a main event player, which I was just like, oh, he's cutting him down right there. He's cutting him down. And, uh, and he even says, you know, uh, you know, Kyle, he doesn't think Kyle's ready for the spot. And uh, I think it, it, he even says, like, as long as he's in NXT, he's never taking his spot which I really liked. Uh, he's asked about the new title picture with Cross. Uh, he says, Cross is good. Is he great yet? I don't know. When you think about the first time he won the title, was it a freak mistake or was he just not ready? So he's really big on that train of people who are ready to be champion. You know, and uh, uh, he could back it up, 300 plus, right? Uh, you know, top champion on God's green, as he likes to say. Uh, he basically says he's yet to deal with Cross, but if and when he decides to, the clock is ticking on him. Says the next move is nobody's business. Um, and uh, he is kind of upset because people think that Kyle is going to replace him 
Uh, you know, and he's like, you can't replace a guy who's carried NXT for four years. And uh, just promises, no matter where he goes, no matter where he ends up, you're going to see the best damn version of Adam Cole anyone's ever seen. And uh, we basically see Kyle is shown watching on uh, from his locker room. Respectively. I, I like that. Yeah. Um, they don't usually do that. No. Um, in any uh, form of WWE, they don't usually show the person watching. I think the only closest the closest thing they've done is when they've had both guys mic'd up for like a a uh, like a split screen interview yep. type of thing. Yep. But yeah, I like that it showed Kyle like absorbing what he's hearing and like, cool, I got you. Yeah, and he kind of shook his head subtly. You know, like, like definitely he absorbed it and then reacted a bit. So uh, then we get match announcements for next week. We get a street fight announced for the Women's Tag Team Championships. Uh, it's Shotzi and Ember defending against The Way, Candice and Indy. Uh, we got a false count anywhere match. Leon Ruff taking on Isaiah Swerve Scott. Uh, this was also announced, but off uh, off screen. Uh, we got the Grizzled Young Veterans going against uh, Toothless Timmy and Champa, And uh, this wasn't announced for next week, but it's actually two weeks on May 11th. We have the title match, women's title match, Mercedes going against Raquel Gonzalez. So that should be interesting. And, oh, uh, is it going to be for the title? Yeah, May okay. May 11th. So, But uh, this brings us to the main event, Kushida and MSK going against LDF. Uh, Kushida plays his hits, cartwheel dropkick, jumping arm breaker, fastball punch, and soccer kick to arm. MSK, they play their hits, strike and stomp combos, shoving moonsault for two. And at one point, they uh, hit stereo suicide dives to LDF into the plexiglass while Kushida holds the ropes open. Uh, LDF, the, uh, not to be outdone, they hit a double spine buster and a double wishbone combo. At one point, Santos powerbombs Kushida through the commentary table. Uh, LDF take out Nash after that, then triple team West with back to back to back corner. <laughs> it's close hard lines. to hear Nash. I keep forgetting that he's Nash. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's Nash Carter. Nash Carter and yeah, okay. Wesley. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like, Nash? Lee, how's his leg? I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it. Like, how's the quad? <laughs> I'm like, which Nash we talking Yeah, yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, you're right. Uh, LDF also hit that uh, hip toss split leg moonsault thing that they do, uh, which I, I love seeing that thing. Where you know we're talking about where he, he yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the rope bounce moonsault. Yeah. Uh, basically, the finish comes where Kashida finally returns to the ring, but immediately eats a phantom driver from Santos while LDF hit their uh, running Inziguri rushing leg sweep combo for the win. Post match, we see uh, Santos pose with LDF over a fallen Kashida while they raise all the champions' titles in triumph to send a message and end the show. Yeah. I like that. I, I didn't catch the the uh, the end of the main event mm -hmm. to know who who walked away. But did you see the power bomb? I did not. Ooh, I did not. Yeah. Mm. So it took a sheet out. He he was being tended to by refs, and then when he finally came in, it was definitely against refs' orders, and he just walked right into a phantom driver. He like probably, they they kind of just served him up. I was gonna like, say he probably just kept just like you know shaking his head, just nodding his head, like and just you know he puts his hand up in the fist, like <laughs> yeah. big fight, yes, yes. That's what it, you know. That's his thing. Oh yeah, but that was um, NXT uh, this week. Uh, Tuesday's NXT, I should say Tuesday night or Super Tuesday or whatever they were calling Tuesday. it. They, they had a Super Tuesday, didn't they? Yeah, yes, one, they did. Yeah, you're right. Yep. So uh, Tuesday night delight. I don't know. There we'll, you go. We'll, you know, we got Tuesday night delight, and then we got Wednesday night dynamite. How about that? Uh, but Boom. you know, we are gonna come back with that dynamite coverage first. We got some exclusive news talking about how much streams we got on that. This is awesome. Go and get it.
So you know what that means. Another day, another chance, another opportunity to get, you guessed it, my latest album, This Is Awesome, available everywhere on every digital streaming platform produced entirely by my cousin, Awesome Beats. Now I wanna take some time to thank every single one of my Lesnar maniacs, brother, oh yeah, for spreading the word, showing the love, showing support on this album since it really dropped because of you guys and you guys only, we have just reached over 7,000 streams worldwide on Spotify. So keep doing what you're doing. Keep spreading the word. Tell your friend, tell your mother, tell your father, brother, uncle, grandkids you don't got yet to go ahead and check out This Is Awesome because it's available everywhere and there's no excuse not to. Because right now that Lesnarmania train is rolling into the station and it's getting ready to leave, ladies and gentlemen. So you want to make sure you're all aboard, Jack, as we head straight to five figures, straight to 10K and straight to the moon. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, featuring the best damn commentary team on the planet. Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Is he the third man? He's the third man. What the hell is going on here? So let me ask you, what is on that moon you keep blubbering about? I don't. Oh, hey, we're back. Hey. We're back. Yeah. Uh, this is awesome. Yeah. The album. Definitely go and check that out if you haven't already. I mean, I can't legally beat you over the head with the rock until you listen to me, but. I think listening to the album would be much better alternative than me having to beat you with the rock and forcing you to listen to me. So right, right. I mean, um, just listen to the world's greatest tag team on God's green. I just you'll be in good I, hands. I have people that that depend on me. I can't. I can't go away. So yeah, actually, stop acting stupid and and go check it out. The response has been great, but uh, you guys will hear all about that at the end. What we got going on, Quincy? Jones? We got. The fuse is lit, uh, mm. and we're about to go down to Dynamite City. <laughs> I don't know why I just went like full Texan. Uh, it's the territories. Come for the barbecue. <laughs> leave with tradition. <laughs> no, I'd be like, come for the wrestling, leave with the barbecue. There you go. There you go. Uh, but, you know, we first up on Dynamite, we got actually, this was crazy. Uh, Hangman Page versus Brian Cage. And then, of course, we also had Ethan Page and Christian Cage at ringside. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. No, no, no. It that's was cagey. <laughs> that's not. They were on the same page skis. No. Uh, man, oh, I'm sorry. That was a stretch. Uh, uh, no, uh, no. Call me D. in this biatch. Who? Uh, Hangman versus Brian Cage. As you know, Hangman is the number one ranked uh, in uh, AEW as far as wins and losses yeah. is concerned. His matches are a big deal, yeah. But, um... Hangman makes his entrance first, but gets attacked by Team Taz. Dark Order comes out to brawl with Team Taz to even up the number game, but not before Cage power bombs Hangman Page on the stage. I didn't even that wasn't even on purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, before the bell rang, um, Cage getting <laughs> before the bell rings. Put you, I can't even do it. Uh, I'm, I'm, think, I'm, I'm in battle mode now. Y'all got me activated. Well, it's funny because we did this last week too. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, now Cage, Powerbomb, Page on the stage with Rage. Now we've checked that box. Go ahead. Yeah, we're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got none. I'm not even going to try. Uh, Cage getting in most of the offense in his match, though Page shows signs of life when he counters a standing moonsault from Cage. Uh, Hangman with the aura horror moonsault uh, you know, of his own uh, tries for the buckshot lariat, but Cage counters into the F5 for a near fall. But check, dude. Finish comes when Cage hits another Powerbomb on Page deadlifts him up into the buckle bomb and then hits the drill claw clean win clean crazy following following though uh if you notice he got hit from behind with the ftw title from who by cage i didn't see that yeah i saw it in a um 
There was a photo Wait, during I the saw. match or no, before no, the match? before the match. Oh, okay, so, that so, part so, of so, Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, that's what started the blind side. So he got hit in the back of the head with the title, powerbomb on the stage. And yes, you're right. After that, he got beat clean. Yeah, I saw when the initial attack happened. I didn't notice that he had hit him with the belt. I thought it was just, yeah. you know, I saw, I, I, I was mesmerized by a Hook's shoot kicks again. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> no, I mean, I'll be honest. Like, um, this match did, I mean, honestly. Shock I, value. I, yeah, yeah, it, it did. I mean, and I it think it's, it, yeah, Cage need, has been needing something to be taken seriously. He beat the number one guy right now in the rankings, and I think that says something. And Paige, you know, his winning streak has stopped, so that's something that's important. And yeah, I mean, I, it's crazy because I also managed to see—I don't know if you saw uh, later in the show—ten uh, his uh, record currently before uh, the match with Darby was thirteen and one. I'm mm. like, where? Wow. I'm like, I guess you've been on dark, just lighting it up, man. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, we get back to the programming here. Is we got a promo from the elite or the club or? The club of elite guys, or I don't, I don't super know. elite, the super good brothers that are elite with their kisses. I don't know. <laughs> good AF. Uh, they're shown in the back of a limo. Kenny Omega. I mean, I'm, I just break this down to like you know, just so insignificant because it was whatever to me. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Omega tries to convince himself, as I wrote, more than he is convincing the audience that Moxley's intimidation factor last week didn't phase him, and that he's not scared of him, uh, even though Nakazawa accidentally hits the limo horn. And all the boys get spooked. Uh, Omega lays down the challenge for Kingston versus Nakazawa for later that night because that's you know that's exactly what we wanted to see for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. Sure. But from here we did get uh, you know we, uh, the match announced from last week. It was a uh, tag team championship eliminator match. The Young Bucks taking on the Sidell brothers. Uh, Which again, uh, and I'm sorry to cut you off. They still didn't under, like really explain what that meant. They just kind of well, said that if they beat them, they would earn a title shot. But it didn't say like later down the line, like yeah, which is just so, a wrestling trope, you know. Or in are they? Is there an eliminator coming up? Well, you what, know, what like, I was gonna say is I think eliminator is a term that they're coining for their own uh, company exclusively oh, okay. because if you uh, and I, you know I'll, I'll go back to it, but in one of the matches announced for next week was uh, for Blood and Guts. Is one they called a fatal four way tag team, or not fatal four? It was a four way tag team eliminator match, where it was the f- top four tag teams taking on each other to win mm-hmm. a, a tag championship shot. Uh, I think at May, I think it was what, May twelfth. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So It'll I think 12, eliminator yeah. is just uh, an automatic term for them for okay, if you win this, you get a title shot at some point. Yeah, I'm okay. thinking, yeah. Um, Anyways, we had the side L's with the offense early here, using some quick strikes, flashy, flippy, dippy do's and dag team moves. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Jackson takes over with a blind tag as he catches Mike with a super kick, uh, channeling his inner PS Hayes before going into picture in picture. I had to put that because uh, you know Jim Ross put that over, or was it Tony? I think Tony uh, Tony Schiavone put that over. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick hits a huge running penalty kick uh, to Matt Side on the outside, and Jaw Jacks with the camera for a cool minute, uh, which is definitely uncharacteristic of him. Uh, yeah. Because he was just like having a whole ass conversation <laughs> with that camera. Yeah, he really was. Um, at one point, the Bucks pulled the twin magic gimmick as Knox lets it go. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Uh, Matt gets the hot tag from Mike. And this was hard to get back and forth because he had Matt Seidel and Matt Jackson. So I had to like kind of, you know, figure out how to, how to differentiate this. But Matt gets the hot tag from Mike Seidel. He hits the Lake Hook, uh, inside Lake Hook Brain Buster for a near fall. Matt goes for the Meltzer driver, but Sido counters uh, into a two-for-one sunset split jawbreaker combo. Yep. 
uh, follows with the uh, corkscrew senton for a near fall. Then him and Mike hit a double-team Meteora, which I thought was an interesting way to do it. Yeah. Uh, Bucks go for the double super kick, but then Matt, of course, of course, of course, hits the double Hurricane Rana spot that he always hits on uh, the Bucks anytime he's in a uh, six-man with yeah, them. Yeah, but it looks good uh, every time they do it, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess I but wish... It, it will get old, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say that, yeah, if they could just space out the amount of times they do it. It's not special anymore, you know? Mm. Um, crucifix pin for an extremely near fall here, but the finish comes when Mike Seidel tags in but falls victim to a Johnny Cage split <laughs> nut yeah. punch. By Matt Jackson. No, he did not have to rewind that. I said that. Yeah. Johnny Cage, split nut punch. Really impressive, though. And now, another bit. Cage reference there. Mm-hmm. Matt Jackson, behind the ref's back, uh, tags in Nick, and they hit the BTE trigger for the win. Boom. But there's more. There's more. Yes, there is. Post-match, SCU comes out, and they actually are out to confront the, the quote-unquote, the new Young Bucks, uh, which I thought was interesting seeing as, obviously, Behind the scenes, these, uh, you know, the Bucks and SCU, they're pretty close. They spent a lot of time on the indies uh, in California as well as being, uh, I want to say, in higher uh, positions for AEW. I mm. mean, they, they are, they're pretty much, you know, tied at the hip. Um, so it was interesting to see this. But, you know, they, they, uh, you got Kazarian talking about they got new attitudes, uh, new questionable wardrobe decisions. Uh, but he says he hasn't forgotten his promise about – you know, uh, the moment that him and Christopher Daniels lose as a tag team, that they will uh, disband as a tag team. But they're, you know, he's out there also talking about winning the AEW Tag Team Championships. Um, pretty much says that they're currently undefeated as their more contenders, uh, which was also interesting seeing as uh, they're still being put in a eliminator match for next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniels then takes the mic and calls them entitled overdressed bitches. <laughs> Tells them uh, when they find their balls to sign the dotted line and they will take their titles and make the company better without you assholes in it. Yeah, I, I liked all of this. So it, yeah. it was the match ran, I won't say it was too long. It wasn't it, too it, bad. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. For I a Bucks mean, match, it could have been uh, yeah. and it's they're been really, longer in the past. And yeah. they're, they're actually using their time well. Everything, every action has a purpose with it in terms of them being healed in the way they're setting the the match. Yeah, pace very up true. Now. So, but yeah, I, I like SCU at the end. Uh, we've been wondering what's been going to go on with that. So, I mean, I, I thought it was a good place for them. Yeah, oftentimes they'll bring something up and then it kind of goes, uh, slips through the cracks for those that aren't watching like Dark and uh, Elevation to mm-hmm. see the continuation of it. Um, but yeah, it was good that they brought this up on the main show. And then, uh, of course, you got also the veterans, you know, trying to be like, hey, man. Y'all fucking up. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I did like that that aspect as well. Uh, from here, we got a uh, Jade Cargill promo. This was not, I mean, nothing different than we would have, you know, we've got before. Uh, you know, revisits the uh, the whole manager scouting her thing. Um, but says that it's she is not with them wanting a piece of her pie or a cut of her money. Says that's not how it works. And that, uh, you know, more or less, uh, I mean, like I said, she 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 just cuts kind of the same promo as last week about needing to be impressed by the offers, mm-hmm. uh, before once again reminding us that she is indeed that bitch by God. Yeah, <laughs> by God, Jade, by God, that bitch card gives. Right? Yeah. I, I, I had to practice. I had to get my 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 callus on real quick. <laughs> by God. Oh man, uh, Hackenschmidt. <laughs> the last thirty thousand years. Like, oh man. Anyways, we got uh, a match that I originally wrote down. I had to condense these spots because I thought it was a really good match. Um, sleeper for me, Orange Cassidy versus Pentagon Jr. Or or Penta L Zero. What what is it now? Uh, it's Penta L Zero M. All right. Yeah. 
which is just I, I believe zero me- miedo. Is that is that you got that you got that in writing, partner? That's what the it's I'm just fucking with you. I guess. Uh, this is all I. I mean, I wrote Penta this. says, no. uh, like I said, as, as a discussion point for us. To, I mean, I don't know if you caught this match. Um, did you catch this match? I did. I caught all of uh, the show. Okay, actually, yeah. Um, I just need some back and forth, buddy. I need to know. Girl, I'm you're alive like, over there. Am I? I'm just letting you do your thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, really, not a fan of the Alex Abrahantes Pentagon presentation at all. No shade to Alex, but. Alex comes out looking like such a fucking mark. And now he's doing this little dance and this giddy walk, and I'm just not with it. It's just like, as I put, it's not connecting, as they say. It's um, it's weird. Uh, um, I don't, it doesn't bother me as much as I think it maybe should, but I because I think I'm having faith that it'll pick back up next week. Because what he did the last two weeks, I'm not mad. I just think, and not to go too far, but the getting on the mic thing, um, it's just it got yeah. old, but at least it's a different result, and and so that's the only reason I see some um, see some worth in it still. So for, for me, it's like um, I have this fear that he's going to make uh, Panta his presentation a bit corny with what he contributes because like mm-hmm. this week it's like Panta says we're gonna you know last week he says yeah we're gonna beat you so bad that you're gonna you know we're, we're gonna beat the orange juice out of you all right cool yeah but then don't come back this week and say we're gonna beat you to a pulp it's the same thing yeah and jericho already did it and yeah and every, i mean it's the quickest it's the quickest and the lowest hanging of fruit yeah pun intended with it being oranges yep but it's like come on man like i, I just thought that and then uh i mean this, this is all as far as discussion points you know i, I did write that i did enjoy the you know them going back and forth in the beginning with the mm-hmm. you know Sarah Mierdo and that allowing Cassie to go for the pockets. Yep. Uh, just the clash of personalities there. I kind of forgot. You know, I mean that's one thing that we always talk about that we fell in love with uh, from like the inception of us. You know, getting into wrestling was the big personalities. And, yeah. You know, you kind of forget that that element is still very prevalent. Prevalent. Thank yeah. you in storytelling. You know, and I didn't expect it from these two to be honest. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. So I, seeing I was, this was, I really did enjoy it. I did yeah, enjoy it. I'll say when I saw the booking, it definitely intrigued me in terms of contrast of styles. But I didn't think I wanted to see it as much on uh, as as I did when that opening part happened. Yeah, I, I will it, say it, it, it was it really yeah, added to it. If I didn't have to watch it just. To take the notes and but then i'm like yeah i, enjoy, I actually enjoyed it yeah and, you know also enjoyed alex looking like a fucking dork falling off the apron trying to catch the glove yep. from penta yeah i was like th- 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 which again that's his plays, house plays right, there, right yeah. back into what i'm saying i'm like god this guy is looking like a dork but yeah i hear on you. purpose or not i need to know that i, I i'm not <laughs> it's not connecting <laughs> it's really hard not to think zelina wouldn't be a better oh, person Jesus. in this spot you know i, I mean, mean it, it, then it, you got someone for for statlander you know what I mean? I and mean that and whole he, deal. And then you got Kingston who has who's forced to watch his best friend. <laughs> no, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh I wrote down some of these spots. Cassidy yeah. goes for a suicide dive, but Penta catches him in midair Ooh. with the military press, bro. Yes, he does. With that snake eyes, bro. Yeah, bro. man. I know he yeah. hits that with the gut buster sometimes, but yeah. Yeah, I thought dope. he was going for that, but he's like, no, nah, I'm finna just <laughs> yeah. drop him off. Yeah. I'm gonna drop him the hardest part of the ring. Right on. <laughs> uh I saw, you know, he also went for that sacrifice arm breaker, but Cassidy, I, I look, a lot of people would probably have something else to say about this, but the fact that he was using his urge to put his hand in his pockets to counter out of it, mm-hmm. I thought was pretty funny. Yeah, definitely. Um Cassidy tries for the orange punch uh at one point, but eats a Mexican destroyer. 
Uh, Penta then tried for the Fear Factor, but Orange then hits the beach break out of nowhere for a near yeah, fall. Yeah, it really does. Um, I don't know if you caught this part, but dude, Penta, he was like starching him in the corner with those kicks. Like, he was oh, like, yeah. but that, then he hit that, that brutal ass running super kick, bro. Like, full speed, he hit that full with that yeah, shit. Yeah, th- those leg kicks, though, I remember when he was doing those in PWG on the indies, and it was just like a thing of like, how harder can he hit you? You know, so when I saw those, I was like, oh, he going in the crate. Well, not in the crate, but just. Uh, just so uh, he doesn't always go to that arsenal, you know. what I'm saying he doesn't always because yeah. he he doesn't have to go that deep sometimes. But yeah, it, it, I, I like this back and forth but for nah, sure. He yeah, because he had him like in uh, like Bronco Buster position, and he just ran and just super kicked the shit out of his head. Dude. Oh, dude, I was like, yo, <laughs> just uh, but Orange hits uh, the Stun Dog Millionaire, uh, the Diving DDT, and the Tilt to World DDT all like in succession yep. for a real close near fall. Uh, from here, we did get Alex getting involved again uh, with the microphone. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, it's like just not my favorite no. you know, thing to go to. But Orange uh, pulls him in the ring this time as he drops the microphone. Trent, who was uh, ringside, then hands the mic, uh, or he had the mic, passes it to Orange on the low, who then uses it to hit the Orange Punch on Penta for the win. So yeah, uh, I thought... Well, I mean, if you're going to make Penta lose, I mean, not a bad way to go. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, loaded punch um, after a plethora of your best offense. And then, like I said, you kind of throw up the alternate result. So it's not the same thing we got last week. So it doesn't get too stale. It's like, well, you guys haven't mastered it yet. Calm down. Like, you know, (laughs) the best friends is here to take a little piece, too. You know what I mean? Yeah, but but maybe because of his involvement, maybe this is what's going to oust him from the presentation. And maybe they'll replace him with – you know, I mean, even if it's not like someone like Zelina, what's the old boy that used to uh, uh, manage uh, Umaga? Expedite, expedite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone like someone <laughs> uh, was it Eric was it Estrada. Estra- like not him, but someone with a strong personality like that. I think uh, you could benefit from for sure. But you know, man, we'll, we'll Conan, see, man. just bring back Conan, man. <sighs> yeah, pr- that probably just, be best. Bring Conan. To be honest I mean. with you, he could talk. Yeah, I mean, especially the way he. <laughs> <laughs> the way he could talk to best friends and dress them down, that'd be great. You know? Oh, but yeah, dude. He, especially he's with a TNT filter. He's done it before. Yeah, bro. He's like, gotten worse stuff over and, on live TV. If, so. if, if we could, we, we may even see the return of the... Oi, ole. Yeah. <laughs> La Viva La Raza. Which would be kind of dope. I'm saying, bro, man. Be, but, I mean, uh, the crowd would be, they'd be hype. But mm-hmm. from here, we did get a Britt Baker interview with Tony Schiavone. D- Short and M- sweet. No, nah, we ain't giving her that. No, nah, nah, I did like the shirt, though. Yeah. Uh, says she's the, the top of the food chain in bonafide star power, merchandise sales, and demographic ratings. Now she is also at the top of this, quote unquote, profound, respected, logical win loss ranking system. Yep. Uh, and it's time to remind everyone what, why Britt Baker is the face of the women's division. So, yep. Wasn't mad at this nope. at all. You know, it was always cool. good to see Britt Baker on a TV show, you know? I mean, I don't know why she, you know she couldn't just been poolside. She could. Hey, she, they should have had her did a poolside interview too. Well, what I thought <laughs> was, I, I, when I thought that's who Adam was talking to on the phone. Like in my mind was like, you imagine he's talking to to Britt. Like it's kind of talking about he's waiting on me. <laughs> it's, it's Pat McAfee. Pat Matt. I heard he's the voice on commentary. Smackdown oh yeah, now, he's been right. On, yeah, he's yeah, doing like great. a couple weeks now. He's doing great. I mean, I don't think anyone doubted it, but it's a shame that they couldn't find something else he's, for him to he's, do. He's, he's doing really great at selling on commentary. He's there really go. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it's him and Michael Cole, that I mean, the funny, oh, the, with the whole funny story about the whole shorts and yeah, yeah. WrestleMania and him getting, you know, like, scolded by him, which I know he probably was like, dude, if Vince sees you, it's my ass. It's not, you don't, yeah, I don't have time yeah. to I get forgot, you to understand I why. I yeah, that, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, 
But, you know, of course, Vince didn't even have a problem with it anyways. Anyways, but like, who? <laughs> from here, we had, uh, I guess, our second discussion point. I mean, I did write down some stuff, but, I mean, you know, I kind of petered out after a while because I was like Jericho saying the same shit. Uh, inner Circle and the Pinnacle, the parlay before the, the blood and guts. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess I'll set it up here. Inner Circle, enter with their security detail on motorcycles. Mm-hmm. I mean, even though we never got a shot of who these guys are. Uh, I mean, it would have been cool if they had like maybe some patches on the back that said Inner Circle or something. I don't cool. think I even saw the motorcycle thing. Really? Yeah, I'm a, I saw. I you know when they came out the tunnel and they were flanked by security or like security was in front of them. I was like, oh, that's new. Like I didn't even know there's a correlation, so that makes more sense. So I yeah, must have it missed was, something. It was weird because Pinnacle came out first, and then you know they were like, oh, the Pinnacle's personal uh, security. I'm like, oh, yeah. I didn't know they had personal security when there's like six of them, but cool. Yeah. And then like yeah, shortly after then when it was Inner Circle time, that you know they had people that uh, like three guys that drove on the stage oh, and motorcycles. Okay, my bad. You know what? I just skipped that entrance because I was like, I know how the song goes. I want to get to the meat and potatoes. Man, so you, that's missed, why. you, you okay. totally missed Danny Limelight singing, but it's oh, all right. Oh, I, I saw that. <laughs> uh, yeah, Tony Schiavone, who's in the ring, explaining to both sides, uh, which, again, I'm surprised that there's security, but they're not in the ring. Yeah, or in the um, middle. Yeah, to, you, you know, know, to, to you know, the ring or whatever. I mean, they, they did the same thing when it was like Stone Cold, Vince, and uh, yep, Mike Tyson and, I, and all yeah, that. They, yeah. they easily could have done that, but eh. Yeah. Especially you got Tyson on payroll, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Schiavone's there to explain that the advantage, uh, you know, as, you know, obviously this is going to be a quote-unquote War Games-esque match. Um where you know the advantage of who's going to be the first team to get you know one of their comrades yeah added to the match uh, as it starts off one on one and then the, you know every the, two minutes but the you know whole, yeah there is the difference though that the fact that it's five on five as opposed to like three four, three yeah. three or four four, 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 four yeah. yeah or um, sometimes it's just four on four yeah I was gonna say they've yeah. done they've done like three teams in there they've done yeah. two teams in there so this is gonna be definitely interesting I mean you got ten guys in there I yeah mean, it's gonna be Probably eleven when you think about the fact that you got Tully's probably gonna be poking his head in there. But he's gonna, he's gonna get involved somehow. Oh yeah, you know. But yeah. anyways, uh, yeah. So he's explaining that the advantage for the match will be decided with a coin toss when Sean Spears slaps the coin the f out of Tony's hand and yeah. grabs the mic. And this is a solid promo. Um, I, I see, and, and it's, it's funny, not just because I like him. I swear, guys. I did run it back when he did that because I didn't see the coin. I thought he just tagged him out and grabbed his mic like all right you're done which that popped me that would have been great too yeah you know what i mean and then he just went to there ain't gonna be no coin toss i was like damn he said fuck all that like so i didn't realize that there was a coin in his hand so that's great i mean yeah. i i could be wrong i i just assumed that this is what it was i mean he was talking about the coin when he got slapped so. yeah yeah anyways sean spears gets the mic he says that the pinnacle should have the advantage since they were lured into the match um warns them that this doesn't end well for them Says that they are willing to bleed and sacrifice everything for each other, but that he doesn't see the same in the inner circle. Calls out Sammy, saying that uh, first of all, you know, he doesn't see the last time he's had a match. Uh, which I mean, like, I don't. I mean, this dude was wrestling out there. I think he just got booked in Egypt or something like that. He just came back from a, a shot in Egypt, so I don't know if I'd be talking so loud, Mister. Vlogging. I'm just saying, like, I don't know if they booking you out there. <laughs> I'm just, and I love you, Spears. I love you. Who's your uh, last match? QT? No. Oh, damn. Uh, but he also calls out Sammy and says that Jericho is leading him into some dark, deep waters, and that next week he's going to be the guy who's going to step on his head while he's drowning. Dark shit. I liked it. I mean, I get it, and I know, you know, it's a little macabre, but we're just focusing well, well, on TNT drama. I, well, the, the, I think the reason why it's weird is I've been 
feeling like there's been a lot of people lately using the whole deep waters. It's like once a year. Because, and then some, well, yeah. well, Christian used it not too long ago. Randy Orton used it, I believe, or was it? I think Edge used it actually. Yep. Which I mean, you know, you shouldn't be surprised that Christian would pick up on it. But yeah, you know, it's just like you know this. Uh, it's been this this. Uh, how do I? Say, I don't want to say it's like it's not a simile, but you know what I'm saying. Like it's like this saying that everyone's been saying. I mean, I guess yeah, last not, year, yeah, it's, it's last like year uh, was grit. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. I so get now you, this yeah. year's it's the deep waters. This phrase, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. It's always something. But anyway, Sammy grabs the mic, says he doesn't believe him because uh, since he's been in AEW, he's been a failure. Says he was a failure at his old job too. Uh, and but you know what? Sammy ends up giving them the advantage and says that he wants to be the one to start the match as well. Yeah, uh, which I, I wasn't mad at. I thought. To be honest, though, I'm not going to lie. I'm like, or y'all, too, since you guys are centering against you two, since I know Spears is the one who pretty much, like, fucked up Sammy's tooth Yeah. when they attacked him with the whole chair thing into the turnbuckle. And I'm like, y'all should just have a match one-on-one tonight to see who wins. Oh, he! I didn't realize that. I didn't oh, yeah. He, he shoot had to get, like, a, I think a tooth fix or something. Oh, I had no idea about that. Damn. Yeah. Shoot. You got to watch the vlog, my man. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, okay. Uh, shout to Fuego Del Sol, by the way. I just Fuego. had to say that. Uh but yeah, and then all you know, then all boys. We're, we're we're moving down the line here. You know, everyone's getting a chance to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got FTR, them boys, all boys, calling out proud and powerful, telling them to bring the best versions of them and not the soft, complacent lap dogs that they've become. Uh, but then you had Dax, which uh, I I enjoyed this. You know, mm-hmm. Dax trying to rile up Santana. You know, he's he's pretty much mentioning Santana and Ortiz's kids. Uh, Santana almost loses it, but says in seven days he's gonna let his hands do the talking and just mic drop. Yeah, because the way he said it was like I already made peace with my family. You, I know you got kids. Have you to- even entertained letting them know that daddy might not come home? Which I was like, man, this, this is a- y'all, y'all doing a good job right here. Y'all crossing them out. Y'all selling it. He right said, now. tell him Uncle Dax. He's like, oh hell yeah. no. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, this, of course, goes down to the the main stars. I mean, of course, I mean, I thought it was a great idea not to have Wardlow or or yeah. I mean, I would have settled for that. You know, yeah, that's all day. Yeah. We, we all day on deck for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we did have MJF, and I mean, I, I didn't write too much of this down because, like, again, I, it was meant to be a discussion point. Um, I mean, MJF just kind of questions Jericho on how he's handling the pressure of, you know, knowing he has to hit a home run every time he comes out on TV, or else he's. You know, anything less is taking food out of everyone else's table and stuff like that, which it was interesting. I mean, it kind of um, gave him credit. It, like, it, it, he yeah, acknowledges he was, you yeah. did put us on the map, but now you got to continue that. You yeah. know what I mean? So it, 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 it was, was kind of old school. It was and, more like trying to get in his head like, yeah, but how, how is that pressure getting to you all, man? Because, you know, a new a new young gun like myself would love to take your spot. And, you know, yeah. like, like almost like he would relish given that opportunity, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, but, you know, like I said, Jericho, he kind of grabs the mic, and he, I, I don't know, I feel like Jericho's been on this, uh, he's on his John Cena shit right now, mm. meaning, like, he keeps doing the same rah-rah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Type of promo. Yeah. Um, I didn't mind this one. It was better than the one last week, but it still went on too long for my, my taste. Yeah, um, I mean, I will say I like that everyone besides the giant, you know, the, the, the heavies, the, the heaters, got to shine. I think everyone had a good back and forth. I mean, there were some good barbs thrown. There were some, I mean, I think they got to watch how many times they throw Sean Spears, you know, under the bus with with comments sometimes because it's like they don't realize that he hasn't really made enough stock yet to survive those kind of comments, you know what I'm saying, in my opinion. But 
I thought everyone looked good. I do agree. Jericho kind of was, I won't say running in circles, but had the same mission statement in a sense. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, you know, he I, got, I, I got a few of his wisecracks in, you know, and, and I thought it was, I mean, overall, the segment was was well done. It, yeah, I yeah. Put it, I'll I, say it was presented better than it was um, advertised because I had no for, for interest it, in this. It before. made me feel like they could have done this than doing the separate stretched out interviews. Yeah. Trying to continue promoting on a week to week basis towards the the match. Yeah, I thought this was a better service towards the build, um, which obviously is saying a lot when you think about you know FTR and you know how vocal they were pertaining to some of their build, uh, yeah. like the Young Bucks and stuff like that. But yeah, you know to your point though, me being as much of a Sean Spears fan as I am, I I agree. Like you know, and, and not even just in our eyes uh, or, or in our opinion, but to a, probably a lot of the majority of the fan base, they don't think that he's. Uh, he 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 should be able to survive those comments, but hurtful like by bringing up oh you're a failure here and a failure there like ah come it on does nothing I mean for him yeah like like I I I knew that he was gonna go there, but at the same time I'm like ah it's such such low hanging fruit like why remind people. Like, like if they got somebody like that's that's like reminding everyone. Oh, remember when Rusev uh, failed in WWE? Remember when Rusev? Like, but but they're yeah. but they're vowing, you know, in every interview that oh, we're gonna take advantage of of the talent that they misuse, but they keep reminding everybody of of their mess up. You know yeah, they mean? just they just gotta watch. They don't bury the guys that can be stars, and I think Spears can be a star despite what people don't see. You know, what I mean, and I think it's just. They haven't seen the journey. They haven't seen what he's been able to do. They haven't seen him at some of the live shows we've seen him at that weren't televised and how he, you know, that uh, the yeah, he was character and the charisma didn't relent. You know what I'm saying? So I think he's fully capable. I just want him to, I want overall the vision to go, oh, now I see why Spears is in that crew. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. That, that, that's where and, I'm and, at. And I want maybe, him to prove his, his merit. Like, And maybe um, he can... You know, benefit from those main guys like an MJF on the stick or a Tully on the stick or even FTR with the way that they put him over. You know what I mean? Yeah. If it's coming from them, um, that could very much help him as well. Yeah, but um, I, he's someone that needs to shine in that match. I will say so. Yeah, I mean, the only thing, real quick note. I mean, unless they're gonna like turn it into like a Mark Marrow type of situation with him and like Peyton down the road or something like that, I could yeah. see that. You know what I mean? Uh, but then again, no one wants the Mark Merrill treatment because then we know who's the star that comes out yeah, of that. Yeah, true. Uh, but anyways, we do get, uh, or we don't get, Eddie Kingston versus Nakazawa. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kingston doesn't uh, very much entertain this match at all. Calls out Omega, who tells him that uh, you know he doesn't get the champ just because he wants the champ. We got goons. We got goons on deck, homie. Goons. <laughs> Squad. No, we the elite. No, it's, it's Suzuki goon. Yeah, Suzuki goon. <laughs> Elite, uh, freaking a man. It's like they're, yeah, they're like elite foot soldiers or something. Uh, Nakazawa tries to sneak, uh, and I wrote it just, just, just this way. Nakazawa tries to sneak Kingston with the laptop. He does, though. uh, but Kingston hits the exploder and the spinning back fist, and then threatens to pulmonize his ankle if Omega doesn't get in the ring. Mm. Omega basically just says, "Oh well, he knew what he was, getting, what he signed, signed up, up for." for yeah. I was like, "Damn!" I love how he put um, on the uh, the headset too. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> Uh, then Brandon Cutler gets thrown out uh, out of the tunnel as you know he's like oh yeah we got more goons but then it was like wait who why because I was thinking I'm like well why would you send Brandon Cutler out there who has a face mask clearly has his nose broken yeah I don't know what they're doing but you know you're like okay who who threw this cat out the tunnel 
As Moxley sneaks Kenny now from behind, yeah. pause, and I wrote the pause right there, you know. Mm, yeah. Him and Kingston get him in the ring and threaten to break his ankle unless Callis grants them a match for next week, which uh, he pretty much does. And that was uh, I hated all this. Really? Where the fuck was the Good Brothers? Where were the Young Bucks? They were catching kisses. <laughs> My name, I, that's probably what they're going to do on BTE, I guess. Like, like, I wasn't a fan, like, how they... Try to sew up where they went on the trailer last week. Yeah, that was so tough. On BTE with the run bit. But, but it was, don't it was address such a, it. But it was a heel move. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're like, well. But don't address it like next week. Come on, man. Yeah. I mean, it was interesting, but like, I, I, I'll plug this. I was interested up until he said, like, screw it. He knew what he signed up for with the whole Nakazawa ankle thing. I was like, yeah. oh. Then yeah, I was like, I want to see Eddie do it then, you know. But then, yeah. but there was like, yeah, Moxley was doing a little bit too much teasing as well. Like he would like catapult himself, like he was going to stomp and then like miss on purpose. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, man. <laughs> and I thought Callus, he's looking in the tunnel. Like they are going to come out. They never show up. By God, where are it the just, good brothers? Just from, yeah, yeah, like just from a number standpoint, it didn't make sense to me. It was unexplained. And then it's like, I don't know, man. I I just why wouldn't why would you choose Omega and Knock? Why wouldn't you choose the Bucks? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it just didn't make sense. Not for the titles, but just... Especially because the Bucks are the ones who super kicked uh, Moxley yeah. in the face. Or so. the Good Brothers because they pilmanized, you know, yeah, his uh, leg or whatever. Uh, you know Kingston's what I mean? leg, yeah. Yeah, you know, like, like to me, like, it just, it didn't make sense that any match they wanted, and that's what they chose. Well, you know. I don't know. It's, it was weird because they said a match, and then it was like from a match to a tag match specifically, and then it's like... Knock has nothing to do with this. I mean, he just yeah. got involved for the first time with the laptop sneak. Like, that was it. Yeah. Like, I mean, he kind of spooked them for y'all with the horn. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know, you know? And then the fact that it said ASAP made it seem like right like now. tonight, yeah. Tonight, yeah. So I thought that was weird. So. Uh, and he's like, yeah, I'll see you next week. I'm like, who said next week? Who yeah, said anything? Yeah, so. and, and, then, and then, of course, like, like almost immediately, like, you know what I mean? It was like freaking advertised. But one thing I wanted to actually talk to you about or float this out there is I think at one point since, you know, we're doing this, this whole... F- Gang warfare, five on five shit. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you think we're gonna see the elite uh, against the uh, inner circle again? But roles reverse this time, you know. Ah, uh, and, di- and different people in the crews. That could be cool. I just don't know. I mean, that is five on five. I just don't know who. You know, I guess you got two tag teams, right? Yeah, you I mean, technically I mean? with Sammy man, and Hager so, too. Yeah, yeah, so Sammy Hager and and Proud and Power. So I guess that makes sense, but. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess it makes sense for Sammy and Hager to go against the Good Brothers in terms of size and and, and uh, measuring up. Yeah, that's true. Right, that, so that might be I can actually see that. Really good. Yeah. So. But yeah, because I was like, if not them, I could possibly see them at one point with like Hangman and like four of like the Dark Orders. Yeah, that's you know what I mean? that's but, what I'm imagining is going to happen. Well, you know, granted he comes back with the egg rolls, but that's a whole other thing. Oh yeah. Uh, but we do have a uh, you know rare but a uh, great return of Sammy Guevara with the signs during picture in picture. I haven't yeah, seen this I, in quite I some didn't time. Man, translate any of this? Did you oh get yeah, any? it says uh, war doesn't decide who is right, only who is left. On May 5th at Blood and Guts, I will start the carnage. I will start the war. I will be the first man in that cage and the first man with pinnacle blood on my, on his hands. Mm. So that's, that's pretty much it. I like that. More yeah. of that, Sammy. Yeah, I was I like, like hey, Sammy's back with the signs. It's been a while, man. Yeah. Uh, from here, we did get a uh, backstage interview with Tony Schiavone uh, as, he's, as he's talking to Taz of Team Taz. Uh, trying to get his thoughts, obviously, on the big win on uh, from Brian Cage earlier in the night. 
mm-hmm. and uh, pretty much says that Team Taz is number one now. That uh, Cage beat the number one uh, ranked, uh, you know, person on the in the in, in the, the rankings. Yeah, uh, tries to call out Christian Cage, but he confronts him uh, before he can really even. <laughs> he's just there, like uh, yeah, he's just passing by. He's like, well, he's, yeah. oh, you got something to say, Nick? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, says he used to be the dangerous guy, or I'm sorry, Christian is telling this to Taz. Saying that he used to be one of the most dangerous guys in that ring. He used to talk a big game, and he backed it up. Uh, but nowadays, he doesn't back it up so much, and instead, he surrounds himself with some of AEW's top prospects to back it up for him. Uh, says he's mad. Uh, claims that Taz is just mad at him for being able to come back after being retired for seven years because he never did or tried, yeah. and wishes he could. And I was like, ooh, yeah, it, it, it's real deep. Like, and, yeah. and it's one of those, man. I hope you guys are. I mean, I hear there's no scripts, but I hope y'all. Yeah, y'all, yeah, y'all, y'all clearing this, this with each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah for real. Uh, says he wishes he could, but he can't, so he's mad that he actually did it. Says whether it's Starks or Hobbs or whoever, he doesn't believe in win or, win or loss. He believes in win or learn. So Yeah, I like that. You know, yeah, almost I'll, like I'll, I'll still learn y'all, y'all cheering some if yeah. they want to come mm-hmm. over. I'll put them over my knee. Don't trip. Yeah, because he even said, yeah, even though he lost, like Hobbs learned something, right? You know, yep. and it's just like, mm. Uh, from here, we have Penelope Ford versus Chris Statlander. This is a pretty, you know, solid match. Yeah. Uh, Statlander feigns a suicide dive and hits the boop on the nose. Give the people what they want. Mm-hmm. I was surprised that she came out to uh, Orange Cassidy's music, by the way. I mean, they always seem like they flirt with whether they're an item. I don't think they are in real life. No, I mean, she's, like she's with screen, Caleb Conley. Right? So yeah. I think that's just one of those things where... It, I'll put it this way. If it, it seems if you are going to come out with Orange, you're going to come out to that song. That's what it seems like. If you're going to corner Orange, if, you know, I don't know. Just, because I know that's Orange's specific song, not the song for everyone. But, yeah, I'm not mad. It's the second week in a row she came out to uh, that same song. So Showing that little uh, union. Yeah, that unity, yeah. Uh, Penelope with some vicious knee strikes before picture-in-picture. Picture, uh Statlander takes over with a deadlift blue thunderbomb for a near fall. Penelope uh, hits a release German of her own and follows with a running bulldog into the turnbuckle pad and then uh, also hits an impressive diving blockbuster from the top for a near fall. Uh, Penelope tries for the handspring in the corner, but Statlander counters with uh, the solar eclipse for a near fall. Uh, finish comes when Penelope tries for another handspring attack against the ropes this time. I think yeah, she was going she, for that stunner. She does this, uh, the cutter, actually. Does she do the cutter? Yeah, okay. it's, it's, she, you know, she's like really at, at gym, like she's a gymnast, so I yeah. think that's why she's doing that. I, I mean, because I've seen other people in the company do that move, too, so yeah. that's why I kept thinking. I, oh, no, she does just the regular stunner, huh? Because I know she's done a stunner before. You know, you might be right. I think it might be a handstand stunner, maybe. Or it's that or the cutter. I know she's done one or the other, but I yeah, I liked how she countered it. She rushed her into the Yeah, ropes, she kinda like power yeah, slam style. Yeah, and, yeah, caught her in the what's it, the Big Bang Theory Big for Bang the win. Theory, yeah. yeah. I guess that's solar eclipse. That's it's the former one night stand or the suicidal yeah. solution by yeah. suicide slash Kazarian slash C D so. slash TJP. Yeah, slash I think I, I think that's the one that TJP used to do though. I Pretty sure, well, I, th- I think that was a, a Kazarian move because he used to do that when uh, Wave of the Future Kazarian days a little bit. So, but he didn't call no, it. No, man, because you know, you have to remember that the original Suicide Solution is not even possible if you really look at what they had him do in the video game. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, just yeah. no, I remember I was like, so how the hell are you going to do that? Oh, he's not. Oh, he's not. I oh, didn't think so. Yeah, I, yeah, didn't, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't think so. Not possible. Uh, <laughs> from here, we did get a short promo video for uh, Preston Vance. Um, I mean, you know, that's pretty much it. You know. Oh, I missed that. I didn't see that. Oh, wait, was that about just uh, how? We, oh, with Brody and all. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, okay. Come on, man. 
Come on. Well, you said promo. I thought like he cut a promo. So no, I bad. said promo video. Vignette. I guess. <laughs> it's a video compilation. <laughs> uh, from there, we did get a, uh, a match that had uh, much more development than anticipated. Uh, but they did definitely save this one for like that bottom hour. The Factory versus the Nightmare Family. Oh, where yeah. it was uh, QT Marshall. Uh, I'm sorry, QT Marshall. Because I know if I I gotta at least mention put some it respect once, on it. Because I know you gonna you gonna correct me. Uh, we had family. Uh, Nick Camarado and Aaron Solo, also cornered by uh, Mister Bolo Punch himself, Anthony yeah. Gogo, uh, taking on the Nightmare Family in Dustin Rhodes, a bandaged up Billy Gunn, and also uh, Big Shotty Lee Johnson. Yep. Yeah. So. Which they kept referring to as the prize pupil. I'm like, all right, y'all not making this, y'all not making me care as much as y'all are trying to make me care about this. Yes, yeah, it's, it's like you're trying to remind me about what how this all started. Like he it got would the be surprise win, and he didn't think QT, but it's like you guys aren't playing the shit. But like they also could have like shown, um, they could have had vignettes of them actually at the school. Yeah, and like say like. Moments where they are treating Shoddy like that prize people, and moments where Aaron Solo is like, "Man, I'm still a fucking extra. Like, yeah. fuck this guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Seriously, like, like you get photos, some cracks or, being shown. Yeah, like, visuals yeah. in the back. Like, you could, you could date it. You know what I mean? You could shoot yeah. it now and then act like it happened. But I like, guess, you know? I guess everyone would be like, oh, I mean, they could even do it where it's like, you know, not to be like a, because you know they like to bring reels. Like, why would someone be there with a camera anyways? Like. Because you are, you guys are training in a school, and someone naturally would set up a camera to film these sessions. So that exactly, you know, to, to, it, to know how to scout and who to look. Yeah, for. it could be one of those things where someone's looking over tape, and then all of a sudden, the, whoever's like filming it, they they notice like Aaron Solo's like in a trance, like pissed off, and then they kind of zoom in over there to see what he's doing. They're like, you can even be like one of the coaches, Aaron, you good? Yeah, 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 I'm good, I'm good. You know, something small like that. You know what I mean? Where you just notice like, okay, he's obviously taking some sort of. Uh, personal, you know, feelings yeah, yeah, yeah. towards this. Yeah, you know, he's but, taking it very serious, yeah. But anyways, QT Marshall and the fact to show up in the Nightmare Express bus. Uh, match starts with the big brawl. Billy Gunn's uh, abs taped up following the bolo punch from uh, a go-go last week. Uh, QT with the cheap shot kick to the abs. Uh, Dustin tags in, tries to chop down Camarado, but he takes him out with the power game. Uh, QT tags in and hits a suplex on Dustin on the outside before going into a picture-in-picture. Mm. Picture. Uh, Dustin gets uh, the hot tag as we come back uh, into Shoddy Lee, who hits a series of high spots, planting uh, Aaron Solo with the blue thunder bomb as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, takes out the factory with the corkscrew plancha to the outside. Mm -hmm. uh, but the finish comes when Ogogo uh, once again gets involved, hits Shoddy Lee with the bolo punch, but also uh, this prompts Billy Gunn to come and confront Ogogo, only to catch another no, bolo who didn't learn for his thing. troubles, not at all. Uh, and uh, pretty much, you know, hit him again within on the uh, already hurt abs. Uh, and of course, QT tags in real quick, gets that pin off Johnson for the win. Uh, post match though, we did get Camarado using uh, Dustin's bull rope that he uh, brought with him to the ring last week to attack him with the uh, cowbell attached to it. Yep. Until the Gun Club, uh, kind of out of nowhere, really, come well, out punch to our daddy. I mean, the, the, you would think they would they would have been out there already. They're you know? usually in the in, in um, the in the audience. Yeah, uh, like I mean, yeah, I, did, I definitely definitely were noticeably absent during the uh, the Judas uh, shot. So <laughs> you would think they were like, oh, we got something for these niggas. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, so <sighs> Gun Club come out to attack QT. The factory come back to intervene. 
as uh, QT tries to leave and walk back to the bus. But, of course, Cody Rhodes comes from out of nowhere uh, with the new jacket. Got that got, got the new uh, kicks as well, you know. Yeah, uh, jacket drip. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Got dri- dripping all over QT Marshall. He, he, he's drowning in drip at this point. <laughs> uh, they can't. Uh, they even climbed to the top of the bus, which I was like, okay, this is a big spot for this. Yeah. As uh, Aubrey, uh, of all uh, people who actually end up following them up there. I like that. I did too, but it was like, man, all y'all refs are pussy. Mm. <laughs> uh, uh, follows them to try and break things uh, up, but Cody locks in the figure four on top of the uh, the bus as uh, immediately after announced for Blood and Guts next week, it will be Cody facing off uh, with QT. Yeah, immediately. <laughs> um, yeah, you're right. There was a lot going on with this. Yeah, um, I was. almost feel like maybe if the guns were at ringside, it would have made more sense because then as soon as they leave, they jump the gate. You know what I mean? So there isn't like a, yeah, they left through the hill tunnel, but is it really a chance that they didn't see the guns when they went through the tunnel? Like, did they time it just right where when you guys would walk in, they would run out and blindside QT? Like, I I just feel like if they jumped them. They were hiding in the dark like Gargano. Right? And then at the (laughs) same time, when you got them there, then they're in that side anyway that QT is going to exit the ring and, you know, take a a powder to to get to the, the, so it would have made, I think, a little bit more sense. The other thing, too, is the fact that the gun club are exclusively also part of the nightmare family and they weren't at ringside so it was like they have a reason yeah exactly. and, and they were part of that bunch that got jumped as well yeah you know what i mean so and i will say i saw cody standing there the whole time like i mean like, you like see not, the blonde not, hair yeah not yeah. A, not i saw the jacket first actually i was like oh that's the new jacket and i was like oh that's cody and i was like him he's like waiting there and it's like you guys are acting like we don't like you don't see him if we can see him before the door opens you know what i mean so i don't know yeah if they, they should have had like a curtain or something in yeah. front of that uh or i mean something they could have taken off yeah you know, maybe should have waited to step in like when they saw the door open. off or something yes yeah, yeah. so, or or just wait for the door to crank open he could have walked up and blocked them you know so yeah and because he could have gone up like where he's facing the ring and waving at everyone like haha and then he's behind him or whatever you yeah know? I, I just i just wanted to hear cody just get on his BTE character, yeah. be like, oh, oh. you still, you still in my bus, dog? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, man. Anyways, uh, also announced for next week, since we're on the uh, the trend of announcing matches, mm-hmm. as you know, of course, we got blood and guts next week. That's the big uh, headliner there. Uh, but we also have Moxley and Kingston versus Omega and Nakazawa, the tag match nobody asked for. Uh, we nobody. also have uh, uh, the I was talking about this earlier, the four way tag team eliminator match. Winner of this match faces the Young Bucks on May 12th for the AEW Tag Team Championships. The teams involved are SCU, the Varsity Blondes, which I couldn't believe they were in this match. Mm. Uh, also worth noting, Jurassic Express and the Acclaimed, which I, I meant to bring this up earlier. Oh, dope. I did see that they're back. They they had a because you know they like to run through the wins on dark and stuff like yeah, that. They'll, yeah. they'll uh, feature the the results. I did see that also. Um, uh, Big Swole was in a tag match. Yeah, she, and so she's back. Yeah, she teamed up. I think with Red Velvet against uh i can't remember who it was but i know she also uh has a new hairstyle oh okay yeah, it looked like she went back to like the the kind of the braids on top okay but but not like with the short you know they're, they're not as long it seems oh, like it's okay. just that, you know kind of how she looked in the uh in the May, uh, May young i was about to just yeah. about to say yeah, mm-hmm. the, the, the ariel ariel monroe yeah yep, <laughs> yeah yeah it looks way uh, it lends more to the ariel monroe uh side yeah and uh also worth noting you know i did note uh you know May 12th is going to be where that tag team championship match is going to take place based on whoever wins that uh, fatal. Ah, I keep yeah. calling it fatal four way. A four way eliminator match. Yeah, there you go. But also on May 12th, I thought definitely worth noting we get Moxley defending his IWGP mm-hmm. United States Championship against Yuji Nagata. Yeah. I was like, that. it's crazy. 
And, and, and it's what? crazy because it's the it, it's making history first time he'll be defending the title on AEW TV as well. You know what I'm saying? That's, but, that, that as well, yeah. But um, I'm excited for this. And you know what? I mean... <laughs> I mean, they're not head to head anymore, but it's like, ah, oh, man, that week, y- y'all running Mercedes and Raquel, huh? No, uh, <laughs> you know? oh yeah, yeah, you're right. It's the day before, yeah, yeah, mm, you're right. So. Yeah. Um, from here, we did get the last segment of the night before we get into the main event, and that was uh, Miro finally talking to Kip Ooh. Sabian. Uh, the shortest note of the night: Miro beats Kip's ass, <laughs> tells mm. him it's time to pay his dues, and slams the door on his wrist, man, and then holds him in his arms while he tells him that he forgives him, dude. This is all I've wanted from Miro to do something but I groundbreaking to- like this. And I just love when they came back. <laughs> Jim Ross goes, Well, man, Kip just came back from the woodshed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, it, dude, he, oh, he man. like, he whipped his ass. Like, yeah. he, he beat his ass for real. Like, it was like, I, the only thing I, I was like, Wait, so you're still rolling with him, though? Man, that you sounds know, like it's going to be a thing where he's scared to leave, dude. I mean, is he, is he smashed abusive, his wrist, dog. Is, is this an abusive tag team? That's fine. <laughs> what is going man. on? I mean, it's going to be a thing where... I well, mean, we saw this. Well, we've seen it with Killian Dane yeah. and Drake Maverick already. Right? But so. Miro shouldn't be bending to Kip. You know what I mean? He really shouldn't. He's got the size, and honestly, no one ever expected them to be a team anyway. But I, I loved every bit of this. Like... I to the point I was worried about his wrist shoot. Like I was like, I don't know if bro, that was, if that was when I, I was looking like at the door. Or not. I, was I was like, looking oh. at that door. I'm like, I don't think he moved. I mean, I think he legit hit his hit that the other part of that door handle on his. Like I was like, damn. Because don't get me wrong, when he's sitting in the locker, he clearly Word. makes it look like he smacked, he face palmed him. But you can hear him smack the back of the locker. Like, dude, it looked good. I thought he just straight punched him. That's what I. It looked like he just was like. It's, it, <laughs> like, to me, it seemed like he got his body in the way and punched like over his shoulder. Yeah, like just missed my purpose, but got the sound to make, and he sold. Like, yeah, no, it was, but that wrist thing. Ooh, yeah, that, that's yeah, probably one of my. Yeah, I, I hate to. I don't want to sound crazy, but that was one of my favorite things on the show. <laughs> that whole segment, so. fucking masochist. Uh, <laughs> uh, but we did get the main event: Darby Allen defending the TNT Championship Darby. against Preston Vance, aka Ten, the handpicked henchman of the Dark Order from Brody Lee. Um, I like this match. Uh, I thought it did show Preston's uh, strengths. Yeah, um, a lot of range. I did think it was uh, kind of weird to see Darby pulling at the the, the mask the way he was. Because um, I mean, I, I'm just so instilled in my head, like, oh, you know, the whole lucha tradition thing, and it's like such a heel thing to do. It's like he, super heat, right? Like, yeah. To, but it's um, tough because I think people don't consider any guys that wear masks in the dark order luchadors per se yeah true just like well he i think is he the, the, he's the only one that's oh no actually alan angels too yeah five, angels, five still wears his and then uh yes yeah, so I, I know i mean obviously evil uno and then silver yeah, and true. uh reynolds they, had theirs for a little bit so. yeah they did but yeah they haven't they haven't worn them in a while but um i did like this match um there wasn't any funny business i expected totally for the uh, matt hardy brand to get involved but you know we haven't seen much of them yeah i was actually surprised by this but you would think he's got a receipt coming after that uh crazy match he had with darby but i mean i think they said it was a fifth week he defended um yeah, i they, really they like he him set the uh the record right for most defenses yeah uh, he, he i was just Cody. gonna say i like that i mean I, I like the fact he's had a chance you know but i what i noticed with the des the like the des uh desperate attacks He's been amping it up, you know, and I think it's the storytelling. He a lot of it is he's feeling the heat of the wick getting closer and closer, you know, on his title. Yeah, reign, we, we I saw think. something and, and, similar with Cody too, where he he started 
mm-hmm. kind of going for the like you said like the desperate win or like the quicker win yeah as opposed to being in there for like a la- you know a, a majority of a time where you're like oh well, sh- I'm just trying to get in and get this yeah. done you especially know? if you're defending it on a weekly basis you're going to run your body down they were talking about how that's probably something that's going on, you know what I mean, with, with Darby. Which and is ironic. I think it, it, you know, especially being a smaller guy, it definitely shows. Yeah. And, yeah, you got Sting to back you up, but Sting's not, uh, you know, he's not he's not active. He yeah, is, he's not know? a super force in these matches where you're not, like, he's not preventing you taking Yeah, he's, this, he's more, damage, he's more yeah. presence than action. You yeah, know? absolutely. And, um, but I, I like the back and forth. I think, like I said, the, the ripping of the mask, raking of the eyes, I mean, even down to how it ended with the pin, I think all that is just plays into how long can Darby keep this up? Which yeah, I that think was is my good. only that was my only problem is because he we did just see him retain with a pinning combination last week against yeah, Jungle Boy. Last so I'm supper, like, yeah. so I was like, oh, just to see him, you know, I wanted to kind of see it more definitive, especially when he was talking about, oh, I don't consider the win against. John Silver a win because he dislocated his shoulder. Yeah, like I, you know, basically, you know, which is what prompted the whole uh, challenge to begin with. So I, I guess I was looking for more of a, a definitive uh, loss, though. You know, if Ten is someone they're really invested in and they're trying to invest in for the future, you don't want to, you know. I mean, I think that was the second main event only. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah exactly. It. I think it was but, in a tag match or something. But before. yeah, I mean, uh, uh, the only thing you know, it was uh, we did get Ethan Page uh, getting involved as, yeah. he, as he threw uh, Darby into the the ring post. Yeah. And then, I did like how you had, though I know like the Cornets are gonna hate this mm. uh, wrestling, uh, you know, as far as logic. Yeah, because you did have ten kind of look towards his, you know, compadres. Like, well, what do I do? Like, do I take advantage of this? Yeah, because like, it's like it, this isn't this isn't really how we do things, but. Do I just go with it? Do I take advantage of do this? Do I bring the dark or like the do I bring Brody's title back to the dark order yeah, in and, any and way it, possible? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and thank you. It's like it I we want the title back, but this way, like honor is this this isn't as honorable as we'd like, but and it's that that uh, struggle between the two. And yeah. I couldn't help but think like Brody would have been like yelling his ass out like Hey, hey, bitch boy, get in there! Yeah, like, like, especially it, it being ten that he handpicked. He's oh, like, yeah. what do, you, what do you mean? What are you asking? Go well, for yeah, it! Yeah, yeah, I mean, obviously their direction has changed. Uh, yeah, since yeah. Brody's, you know, passing, but yeah, if Brody was still here. That wouldn't have been a hesitation or a question. But I did like that. Again, it's character building. It's showing that a dark order have turned a different leaf. You know what I mean? So yeah. No, yeah, I um. I didn't mind it. I didn't realize he was using the full Nelson, which I was—I mean, yes. I, I can understand why he probably hasn't been using it as much, obviously. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, they made it sound like, oh, that's the full Nelson he used. I'm like, when? I, yeah. didn't, I didn't know. Kind of like when I they thought mentioned... maybe the slam. I thought maybe the full Nelson slam. That's what, yeah, I was going to say. his size. He, he, I think <laughs> yeah. he's hit before because sort of like when Matt Seidel, they mentioned the Cobra. Like, he's been yeah. putting people away with that lately. And I was like, oh, okay. I didn't know that. I, I got to get used to this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that was pretty much it. I mean, post match, of course, we did get Scorpio Sky. Uh, there's a lot of sneakers, man. Yeah, because he he did the what the vaulting pin. That's how he got a. Uh, that's how he beat him. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It was like uh, he pretty much like dragon suplex himself. But he yeah, he, he while tucking himself on top of him. Yeah, I thought it was just like that's tough, dude. Yeah, uh, you're right. Yeah, that was a dragon. Damn, <laughs> he kind of snap dragon dog. He kind of just snap dragon him. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, we did get Scorpio Sky post match. Putting the bazoots to yeah. freaking Sting's leg, like I was like, uh, is he padded up? Mm. I was like, cause he's stumped. Like, and I, I saw Ethan uh, all, all ego come in. I'm like, 
Oh no, not with the boat shoes. Oh, he going oh, yeah. full force with the boat <laughs> shoes. Yeah, like, he is though. Um, but we did get a was it a heel hook? Kind of a late. Oh yeah, we did get the heel hook. You're right. He was putting the heel hook, uh, and I, I, that Scorpio Sky putting yeah. Sting in the I, hook. I almost thought he was going to put him in the Scorpion Deathlock. Is I remember he oh, was using that man. in matches when he was still him a being face. Scorpio. And, yeah, and I think That's he was calling kinda, it the Scorpio Deathlock, but it was just clean. you know, and that was before Sting got here. So kind of clean though, mm, especially saying. you know you got two guys from California, man. Yep. There, there's mm. some storytelling. Yep. I mean, and I liked how he wasn't like. Oh my god, I'm beating up Sting. It was yeah, like yeah. I'm beating up I'm beating Sting the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That, that's how it was. Like I've been waiting to do this. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's how it's supposed to come off. Yeah. That's exactly how you know they did their job right. Mm-hmm. And of course we did get the late edition of uh, Archer. Um you know, and then even Ten, uh, you know, interesting enough came back too, which I was like, Man, look at these two dudes. Yeah. yeah you know, cause cause sometimes you forget how big Ten is until he's in the ring. You yeah. Know? And we don't see much of him in the ring. But I do know this Camarado needs to just Stop rocking that bootleg uh, 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 Brody jacket because it doesn't it doesn't work for the aesthetic. No, it doesn't I, work for the. It, aesthetic. It's like he's got such a huge body. Why it's, would you want to hide it, it yeah. with a huge trench coat? Yeah, it's like I get it. Maybe you're trying, you know, but I I agree. It's not even blue. I was that, gonna, that's the that's the I was gonna say like everybody else. Yeah, everyone has like they they seem like they got it figured out how they want to like dress. Everyone kind of you know. Uh, uh, a little bit coordinated, but it was like, ah, oh, man, I just can't with that freaking. Nah, I was like, who is this oversized brawn guy? Like, uh, it's like not Braun Trump, but you know what I mean, like this muscle bound guy. I'm like, uh, you lost, buddy. Uh, this is the science lab. Oh yeah, that's why I grabbed the jacket. <laughs> I saw a tweet too. It said, I could never give a shit about QT Marshall, but that crew looking kind of cool though. <laughs> it was like, I don't care about, I don't care about the leader, but it's it's kind of t- yeah, it's kind of tough, man. Y'all looking so, kind of tough. Yeah. But yeah, that was it, man. That was it for uh, Dynamite this week. Um, definitely want to, like I said, highlight. I thought there was a lot of strong promos this week I, that I enjoyed personally. Sometimes, you know, we we will say that maybe they went on a little bit too long or it was a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did have a. Little, I thought, you know, um, I did enjoy the inner circle parlay thing. You know, for what it was. Again, mm-hmm. I do wish that they would move away from like it's like inner circle always has like these these special events like. The town hall and now the parlay yeah, and the yeah. war room reading and all you know what I mean? I, yeah, at this point it can't get any higher past this big match, right? I think like oh, I, unless you're gonna yeah, you know, bring that back a year later or something. <laughs> like unless, if you're gonna revisit yeah, it. Yeah, it's like unless you put something on a poll, I guess. I, we don't wanna go down that road. Yeah. <laughs> like seriously. But um yeah, man. Uh that was it for the week. Uh I, I felt like I, I felt like both uh, shows had a pretty good week. Uh AW I, you know I'm not mad because I feel like that they some of their other storylines that they've been focusing on kind of took a backseat uh, where they put a little bit more fire mm-hmm. on some of the other lesser known ones like the QT Marshall one. Yeah. Um. Like, you know, we 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 kind of revisited the best friend stuff as well with Penta and stuff like that. Yeah. Even though I don't know what's going on, why we just why are we just seeing Penta and not you know Death Triangle because that's what the whole beef is is. Both yeah. crews. And I noticed that he came out to the Death Triangle song this yeah, week. Yeah, he did. With the video. Um, so it's like, again, inconsistent. But I like Statlander getting another uh, another look. Yeah, that was a good um, look. I mean, I, a great opponent, too, for yeah, her, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And they've met before. And the way I look at it is this. NXT brought the promos, and then um, AEW brought the action this week. Yeah, you know I mean? but, so. but like you, I could have done without the, the Kingston... Um, not because yeah, that, that, that wasn't anything good. It didn't. I mean, yeah, it didn't. The, the, the Yuji Nagata announcement is great. That, yeah, that's cool. Spot but on, yeah. but everything else they did does not make me any more interested in what they're trying to do. Yeah, I'm more interested to see who they tried to recruit 
to try to battle the other three guys. Yeah. That, that, that's where I'm thinking it's naturally going to go. Yeah. But I could be wrong. I mean, who knows? But I do want to say thank you guys for listening. As always, every week there's going to be wrestling, and we're going to be there to let you guys know about it and, and break it down, chop it up. You know what I mean? Uh, just Just try to have a healthy conversation about it, debate, it's discussion. Like, like we're known to do. You know? Like we always do, you know what I mean? But I want to say thank you guys for always supporting us. Uh, didn't really make it a big deal this year, but, uh, you know, it has been three years, man. Uh, Boom. Do, doing the thing. Quincy Jones, go. Boom. This is uh, episode 150. And if and, and if Damn. you do the math, if you do the math, six more makes it officially three because that's that's 52 mm. weeks yeah. in a year, mm-hmm. 156 we do this weekly. We've been doing this for a while, man. So yeah, I, I want to thank you as definitely. well. I want to thank Mark. And, and again, especially want to thank you guys taking time out for picking us, for choosing us as, as you know, your form of entertainment, you know, whether it was during the quarantine, whether mm-hmm. we first started, maybe you guys are just getting on it now. We love being able to do this for you guys. And uh, of course, you know, we can't do it without your support. And uh, if you haven't already, follow us on social media. And that is the Quincy Jones Show on Instagram, Quincy Jones Show on Twitter. And of course, backslash Quincy Jones Show on Facebook. Alternatively, you can always check us out every Friday. That's on Pandora. That's on iHeart uh, Radio. That's on iTunes. That That's on uh, uh, Spotify. We also got True 100 Radio always showing love to us. And you can check that out, true100radio.com. Uh, of course, uh Man, I mean, and oh, of course, check us out. You know, we yeah. do music. Uh, yes, Quincy sir. Jones Go. Mega Towers. You know what I'm saying? Uh, best damn tag team in the uh, galaxy. Yeah. Um, but you know what? L- let me just let the man of the hour talk because, again, we, we tell y'all, man, if y'all are sleeping, wake up, or else you're going to get it, you know, <laughs> broken across your face while you're still snoozing. Uh, this is awesome. Me. The album is here. Let them know. Talk to them. Trust me, you don't want to sleep on it because this isn't going to be around forever. This is a moment unlike anything else in the wrestling biz and the hip-hop industry. I'm telling you, this is quite an event. This is awesome. The seventh song, Nerdcore album is out by yours truly, Doc Lesnar, produced entirely by my cousin, Awesome Beats, featuring the Nerdcore icon, Nerd core icons to say Mega Ran, of course Quincy Jones go the world's greatest tag team partner my dude Cam Archer and of course I Ellis the artist man it's quite a dope project I've been getting great responses we're at over 7700 uh stream Spotify worldwide baby so keep doing it keep spreading the word man we trying to go to 10k you already heard the ad man in the meantime we're trying to go to 10 mil let's, let's roll oh, yeah I mean yeah we, you know we, let's we go, go baby. yeah definitely milestones baby milestones baby. championships yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're on the long road, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Checks and breaking nets, but there's some pit stops along the way, I will say. But in the meantime, follow your boy at Doc Lesnar on Instagram at Doc underscore KGS pod for all the latest in wrestling news and memes, which I love to do on a weekly <laughs> basis. And of course, follow me at I'm Doc Lesnar on Twitter and Facebook. And uh, other than that, my dude, Quincy Jones, go. I got three words for him, man. Oh, I think I know what it is. This is awesome. Oh, 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 oh that that is well. That is yeah, well. Yeah, 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 there you go. Top guys, out. out.